Summer. 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 I'm Molly, and you're listening to Zetus Lapidus, a Mammoth Club original podcast. What's up, Wildcats? I'm Alan. I'm a kitchen aide turned golf pro. Oh, oh, okay, cool. I'm Max. And this is Zetus Lapidus. It is the podcast where we watch every Disney Channel original movie in chronological order and then spend way too much time analyzing them. And if it wasn't obvious, folks, this week we return to East High, but for a mere second in High School Musical 2. The second one. The second one. A mere second. The sequel. The sequel. Yeah. Now with more High School Musical. The last one to not be released in theaters. Correct. The Boltoning. The, the Boltoning. So it's it's less high school, more musical. Uh, because we just have Probably less high school. musical. Uh, well, less high less school, high school same, same musical. And it's, and it's more summer. 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 More crowd summer. whispers, correct. <laughs> more, more crowd whispers. The description of this movie is, School's out for summer and the East High Wildcats are ready to make it the time of their lives after landing jobs in a wealthy country club owned by Sharpay and Ryan's family. Yeah, I'll take it. I, I mean, don't know that I need all I, that, but I was, I, yeah. I, it's, I mean, last week we had, I was, I was wondering <laughs> if you were going to keep going and then there's a feud over who works in the kitchen <laughs> and also a baseball game goes awry plus a big finale. It's like oh, twice, two yeah. sharp ale, learn her lesson. Yeah, it's, it's, it's many, like, I, I was wondering how long it was going to go. Troy and Chad will fight. Yeah. <laughs> Izzy from Jump In returns <laughs> to wear graphic tees with many friends. Faces on them. <laughs> Far fewer watches this time around. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this movie was released on August 17th of the year oh my 2007. God, this was a, what a almost birthday present yeah, for I'm you. Truly almost. almost a birthday gift. A little pre-birthday gift for me. Uh, and I've got to know, did you guys watch this movie before we did it for this Fuck podcast? Yeah, I watched <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. I want it so on the good. record right meow that this is my favorite of the high school musicals. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I, I would also agree. I think after rewatching, I I had thought that that yeah. was sort of my like yeah. feeling. Watching it going into it, I was like, man, this music fucking bad. It's, it's so there's good. There's not a bad there's one not, in this. It's so good. There's not a in bad the one other in this. two. I did talk about this later, but we, we're here in the other two. There's a downer song, and we yeah. all know who sings it. Yeah. But in this one, that song is still good. Yeah, yeah they're, I mean, they're good. Yeah, just uh, and we'll get there. We'll get there, folks. But just I agree. I agree. Speaking of great songs, the top song of the time was "Beautiful Girls" by Sean Kingston. Beautiful girls. Oh. Oh. All over that, the world. Wait, no Mars. But what am I Your thinking? way to beautiful girl. That's why it'll never work. You let me suicidal, suicidal. When you say it's over, damn all these. Thank you, Al, for taking the lead on that. Girl, yeah, yeah. I was, I was in a Bruno Mars headspace. Of course, you want to be a dirt. Yeah, for sure. Sean uh, Kingston. <laughs> you, Mr. Kingston. <laughs> uh, the top grossing film of the time uh-huh. was Super Bad. What kind of a stupid name is that, Fogel? What are you trying to be, an Irish R&B singer? Oh, they, they let you pick any name you want when you get down there. And you landed on McLovin. Yeah, I was between that and Muhammad. Oh, that's a good that's movie. That's a good ass movie. I yes. should, we should rewatch it. Like, I feel like that's a movie mm. I haven't watched it forever, but I, I feel up, like I it bet. would hold up. Yeah. Yeah, there's some, I think so. I mean, there, there was some, some raunchy shit, movie. but McLovin is timeless. Of course. <laughs> McLovin is timeless. <laughs> That's true. Uh, some news headlines of the time. In 
this month, in August of 2007, Barry Bonds ties and then breaks Hank Aaron's home run record that had stood for 33 years at 755 home runs. I, he got 756 this month. I this told is, you about this. Yeah, this is the second Barry Bonds thing we've talked about. Yeah, so but we, I brought up the Hank Aaron thing last time. Uh, so we discussed that at, it was, I think the last time we talked about this was in 2005 or six, where they were there was actually going to be um, investigations into by the MLB oh, into steroid juice, use. And, and this yeah. is, and I brought up the fact that as growing up in Atlanta and going to Braves games in the summer, right, right, summer, right, 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 summer right, right, right. with I my friends. This. I remember this. Yep. They were, uh, the Braves fans were mad when Hank Aaron's records broke it. Yeah. Uh, so they would wear, uh, a lot of people brought in posters that said 756 with an asterisk as it, and the asterisk was to represent you only got it because you're juice. Because you're juice. Yeah. Mm. I remember this. And an interesting news, this actually kind of stood out to me. Technically speaking, the hashtag was invented and first used in a tweet by U.S. product designer Chris Messina in August of 2007. Wow. Does that just mean Twitter was invented in August of 2007? So I'm given to understand because I did a little bit of digging. Twitter had been active for some time, but nobody had utilized a hashtag to represent like topics or subject matter at that point. Interesting. I one time felt really old because uh, I saw a meme about someone younger than us looking at uh, like a cord, phone. a fort, a phone and yeah. being like, why is there a hashtag on it? Yeah. And it's, it's a like, pound well, sign, folks. It's a pound symbol. Yeah. That's Remember a, having a phone on the wall that you could only, phone? no, not a rotary, a rotary phone, phone, but yeah, but like a phone that you could only walk so far. Mm -hmm, the cord. Yeah. Oh. The cord, like you could only <laughs> yeah. be in the kitchen. <laughs> well, or you'd be like, hold on, I'm going to get you in the, and you'd put it like, down, but be like, don't hang up. Don't yeah, hang up. Nobody hang up the phone. I'm going to get you on the other phone. Yeah. Or, and then you'd yell like, mom, hang, hang up, up the, the kitchen. Hang up the phone in the kitchen, mom. Yeah. I got the cordless. Yeah. <laughs> I got the one in my bedroom, mom. <laughs> it, it's clear and you can see all the, the wiring oh, inside. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Let's go. Hell yeah. Like all the 90. Yeah. God, and I'm, I'm going to play my clear blue N64. And I'm going to sit on my clear inflatable <laughs> furniture. I got my clear Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Man, in the 90s, we love to see God, inside we shit. Well, we, they tried to they make it. Bring it back. That was peak. I, I, yeah. I want it right now. I like, want to sit in an inflatable chair and see how uncomfortable it oh, is. Oh, my God. If I had your a, back hurt I, your lumbar? Done. I had an inflatable Darth Maul chair. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, Paul. Yeah. Like, you incredible. Get, you kind of get awesome. stuck in it because of the, like... Like you're like, like your skin. I'll show like, you what it looked you like. Peel your body <laughs> off. Of I, I, I got sweaty plastic. thighs. I could not sit. This in is it now. what it looked like. Hold on, hold on. Oh I my got god, it. I can't wait to see. It's 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 this. Oh oh goodness. Oh, oh that's you incredible. You kind of yes. sit in his lap. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just sort of. It's listener. like a weird Santa yeah, situation. It's like, it's like a boyfriend pillow, but it's like yeah, Darth it's, Maul sort of sort of holding I, you. I got you know? Darth Maul sitting that. in his meditative pose. Yeah, and you're sort of in his lap. Daddy, Daddy Maul Daddy, and his hair. arms like, are the arms, and so you sort of set your hands on top of his, <laughs> and you lean your head against his shoulder. Yeah, you sort of lean back and tell him, and then you tell him what you want for Sith. Oh, and then you go, it's Mr. Moff, you nasty. <laughs> and you kind of kiss him on the side of the, oh my the God. neck, you know? Uh, wow. Yeah. Anyway, that was my childhood. <laughs> 
made a really good Mr. Maul. I made a really good Sith joke, and no one even acknowledged it. I didn't hear it. I said, and then you tell him what you want for Sithmas. Oh, good. I missed it. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I'm so sorry. I was eight, by the way, so I did still believe in Santa Claus. That's what I'm saying. You said, I would like uh, a lightsaber, please. Dear Santa. I would like a white saber. I would like to sit on your lap and. Oh my God. I would like a Darth Vader chair to go with my Darth Maul chair. Yes, why don't you? And another white saber. And a one. I want to climb inside and stay warm. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate it so Please much. Please bring me shadows of the Empire for my clear blue. Can I have a quiver crystal? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to get that black one out of the mystery box? <laughs> Why does baby Max have a speech impediment in our in our little rendition here? Well, I, I, you know, Molly, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. No, I, di- I didn't have that. I just had a very thick Southern accent. So hey, preach. you wanted a Cabber Crystal? Pan. <laughs> I wanted, Cabber I wanted crystal. to play Peter Pan. Peter Pan, man. All of a sudden, those vowels have two syllables. They sure do. All right. So with that, are we ready to dive into High School Musical 2? I'm ready. I'm ready to jump in. All right. Oh, wait. That was... Yeah. yeah. That, two He's in ago. this Good movie, try. though. Yeah. We begin with a little nice East High montage just to remind you of where we won't be very long. It's just scenic B-roll. It's stuff. funny because they even show like, they're like, here's the cafeteria. And then like, we see it. A set like yeah. two mm-hmm. minutes later, it's not the, like we don't see the, the number goes there. Like, it's weird to show as if you're not going to see them. Yeah, right. Like, they're just like, remember this? this again. Yeah. Remember? Remember what happened here? Cafeteria basketball court hallway lockers and then slowly we pan towards mrs darbus's the queen's classroom mm-hmm. and she is giving us a, a monologue of summer why did you guys why notice is zeke? zeke sitting with the dunce hat on <laughs> and it says shut <laughs> he's gotten in why trouble y'all in there what did zeke do zeke is the glue that holds this crew together uh, i love him. his comedy and his comic relief hold east high together I and he has been him. shushed now one thing that i do want to notice is just as troy's age in last movie old, old troy budget eddie munson just as his he continued to age throughout this film yeah that clock on the wall just kept getting bigger mm. behind mrs darbus as these students are waiting for summer yeah you've got troy this troy and gabriella exchanging glances mm-hmm. looking over the knowing shoulder. glances yeah you have Chad. Chad doing Chad things. Chad things include wearing a variety of graphic t-shirts. We love a graphic And I tea. need you to know that this one says, I majored in vacation. Ooh. Wow, topical. Topical I shirt. I majored Very in vacation. Timely. And they are waiting for that bell to ring. They are chanting summer. 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 Guys, summer. I just have to bring up Zac Efron in certain moments this movie is so emotive. He's frightened. He looks terrified. <laughs> there, there, in this, <laughs> thank you for acknowledging it's it. this moment, and it's when he's on stage much later. He is with Sharpay, and and every time a new person starts chanting, he looks at them like he has seen a ghost. So he like, is They're chanting somewhere, he's like... <gasps> <gasps> Summer. Like, as, ah. if, as if he's hearing voices and he's just like not sure what's happening. I mean, he him. must be he hearing voices because Darvis doesn't hear shit. He's so emotive. 
and 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 he looks like it, it is he's in a horror night's house like <laughs> summer summer just the whispers uh eventually the the bell does ring and we move into what time is it? Our first oh, musical I number. I love this song. Bangs. This song bangs. What time is it? Summertime. It's our vacation. And there is Corey. It's summertime. That's my favorite part. When it hits yeah. the end. Yeah. Oh, like the, harmonies. The, oh, summertime so is finally here. So I want to ask you guys, what's your favorite bits of choreo? Because there's some distinctive I, bits of choreo in this number. Mm. I, I would like when Chad uses the hardcore parkour that he mm. learned oh. as, Izzy, as Izzy Daniels, yeah. and he does some hardcore parkour on the walls. Um, and also a sweet slide number. Ab- absolutely. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What but, I noticed about Chad specifically was that we get a bunch of pairings uh-huh. throughout this. Troy and Gabriella, Sharpay and Ryan, uh-huh. Chad and the entire cheerleading squad. <laughs> 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 I was like, What's going on here, Chad? Did like, we have Taylor in this uh, role? I wish we didn't. Why, why is it just you and all of the cheerleaders <laughs> right now? I also noticed in the basketball number where uh-huh. they, of course, do the cl- iconic basketball of choreo. Course. There's one girl. Nice. Yeah. Gotta yeah. have one girl gotta on the guy one. squad. That's always. Right. What, what's your favorite bit of choreo, Max? Is it the Chad and all the basketball? I, that was the one that I noticed. Oh, most. okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, it was just like, oh, everyone else is paired off. And then Chad and all of the cheerleaders. <laughs> so I have to tell you, my favorite bit, and I don't even know if I can call it choreo, but it is when at the end of this song in the cafeteria, like a, like a penguin, mm. uh, Troy Bolton slides <laughs> on across his stomach. The floor, across yeah, that's the floor. good. Yeah. That is good. Just, yeah. <laughs> you know that shit would tear your skin. Oh my pieces. God, it would hurt so bad. Oh, yeah. You'd have, they probably had to grease the floor. Oh, have. Absolutely. So after this song, we, we've done our big number in the cafeteria and we're going to go to the locker room. Guess what? Gabriella is not moving this summer, much to Sharpay's chagrin. Mm. We have, uh, weirdly enough, like these, these high school kids are complaining, like I'm getting beat up for jobs by people with actual experience, you know, like college students. We, we've established that, man, we've got to get jobs this summer. We have to earn some dough before we get back to school, college is on the mind in junior year. I did thought it was. I, I did think it was funny the idea of uh, what time is it, and they they talk about like we don't have to get up at six a.m. anymore. This time is our time. Now we're all going to get jobs. Now what are like, we going to do for you, work? You definitely okay. So it's not your time. Like yeah. let's just all establish this is why all of us get up is to go to work. <laughs> yes, you're now you're you're moving from school to adulthood. Right. And let me tell you, I'd I'd go back to school. They yeah. have a long list of things they want to do, and none of it can be done nope, if you have you're a, a job. job. <laughs> Correct. Uh, we also have a moment where guys, guys, Gabriella gets a gift. She does. She gets a... No, 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 no. no. Everybody, calm down. Gabriella gets a beautiful representation of love in the form of an alphabetical letter of her her, uh, significant other Uh that she shall wear a medallion representative of her affections. Uh Guys, I I have to tell you. T as in Troy? T as in Troy. Troy. I have to tell you, I, you know, growing up, you've heard about, like, giving the girl... Your Letterman jacket, sure. right? I but never it's still in your Letterman jacket. Yeah, sure. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She, you know, she wears when she's chilly. She wears it, but theoretically, she'd give it back, right? She might borrow it when she's cold, right? But I do desire to have somebody give me jewelry with their initial on it. That Working is, on it for right now. Working on it for right now. Do you Hold know on. what stuff I have with M's on it? 
<laughs> Molly, that would be perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Molly, that would be that would be great. After you, Alan, I don't after want you, yours, but I do after want you tattoo Molly's. my phone number on your body, I will give you perfect. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Molly's is actually that's ideal. Actually, yeah. And if anybody goes, is it in for Max? I'll say no. It's in for Molly. <laughs> I want you to understand that I literally typed you, in, uh, sorry, I <laughs> typed in a necklace. Big it's ass just, a necklace. I bet you and, got some nice stuff. Let me tell you, the third option in this is big booty. <laughs> <laughs> I got to click on it, it now. It's for a big ass necklace. Oh, I hope it's a necklace right. of a butt. Is it a necklace of a butt? <laughs> It's a necklace of a butt. Of course you asked for a big ass necklace. Okay, we gotta talk more about this necklace, not the not the butt necklace, Alan. I wish it was the butt necklace. The butt necklace is cuter than that T necklace. I agree. It's just wild to give somebody jewelry of your initial. Especially it's so big. Like it is like It's a medallion. Massive. It's not like giving her like maybe she wore a charm bracelet and you gave her like a tiny T charm to to go go on on there. No, it is <sighs> a fucking Olympic medal. Just like, give it, her a piece of jewelry. Why does it have to have your fucking name in it? Give her a locket it? with both your pictures in it. That's yeah. cute and hey. sweet. He might as well. He, the thought that went into this necklace is the equivalent of people that see that commercial for whatever ugly piece of jewelry K Jewelers is peddling mm. during the holidays. And it's like there's a whole <laughs> SNL skit about how, like, every kiss. Please don't get, like, all the wives are like, please don't give me this neck. Like, there's no yeah. thought put into this necklace that is what the t is for troy necklace Molly, i'm so glad you brought it up this stream sponsored by k jewelers everyone every kiss begins with Listen, k I'm not buy knock- your necklace at k jewelers i'm not knocking k jewelers <laughs> i am saying no that- because we're sponsored by k, k jewelers <laughs> Every kiss I'm saying that begins every with Christmas. There's for one, Keith. There's, yeah, there's one piece of jewelry that is not my style, but it is like the chocolate diamond. It's like oh, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. jewelry Kay's trying to get rid of that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, that's amazing. So I, it, oh. it strikes me as the like Troy went to buy a G, right? Yeah, and they were sold out, and so he's like, "Fuck, I gotta give it. I gotta get." Something. It's like the day before, right? He's like, God damn, I fucking gotta give her the fucking necklace. Um, all right, I'll just get tea. Now, and then she'll. If she asks, yeah, it's for me. Yeah, it's fine. It'll just be like. I, I think it's the opposite. I think, you think he started. With I Troy. think he went in maybe for the G and then went even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. So everybody has, she loves it though. She does love it. She loves the necklace. They have the, these little mini vignettes. Sharpay is up to something. She's, she's, uh, talks with Ryan a little bit. This is sort of the last little vignette we get in the school where Sharpay is like, I've got plans this summer. We're going to, we're going to make sure, listen, anything can happen, Ryan. Anything can happen. Well, Sharpay has a long standing crush on Troy. Mm. We all know this. And she does believe that since she's like the it girl. She should be with the it guy. Yeah, it feels it feels it feels like status. It's status. It's, it, it's like I'm I'm it. And and Ryan sort of she asked Ryan almost mirror mirror on the wall esque. Mm-hmm. She's like, Ryan, who's number one? And Ryan sort of peers over her shoulder at Gabby and she says, 
just say it. And he's like, you, you are. And then who's the guy? Yeah. And it's like, Troy. Oh, we should be together because we are prom king, prom queen. That is supposed to happen. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It feels, it feels a little bit like, like a, I don't want to say an arranged marriage deal because that no, feels a little bit too formal. I mean, it's definitely status. Yeah, it feels status. Status-y, yeah. but also, I mean, she liked him in the first one too. Like, she'd always be like, hi, Troy. Like, so we know that there is a, there is a plot afoot that, that Sharpay has ready in her back pocket. Mm-hmm. But did you guys think that the song was over? Because you would be wrong. <laughs> we move into we a reprise. A reprise. <laughs> yeah. We get a little reprise. Very, very, a reprise, as mm-hmm. it were. Mm-hmm. Very quickly in the fountain in the front of the school. Everybody's doing some more basketball choreography. And then we have the the end of the song where there's just, guys, the amount of fake laughing. Mm. <laughs> it's usually Gabriella. It, mm. Yes. Also, Sharpay in the first movie dressed like a 40-year-old uh, female business executive. Mm-hmm. This one, she's more like... A, she's more age appropriate, but if she was going to the MTV Movie Awards, right. it's be, always like red carpeted out. Yeah, and like in this case, everybody else is wearing very normal high school clothing, <laughs> yeah. and she's wearing like gold lame pants. Yeah. Like it's like <laughs> she looks over the top. I mean, I'm here for it. I love how extra she is, but I, I am glad to see the shift from heading to the Q2 sales numbers. Right, right. sure. She, she's going from Hillary Clinton <laughs> to, to Hillary, Hillary Duff. Duff. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> nice, nice, well done. Okay, so we wrap this, and we now go to the basketball team and Mr. and Coach Bolton, Troy's father, getting back from timeout in basketball, and Troy gets a call. Let's talk about people that are not dressed age appropriately. <laughs> Let's talk about Coach Bolton. Coach Bolton, With man. his basketball shorts that go down to his shins, <laughs> and it's... I was like, my dude, what the fuck are you wearing? Coach, Coach Bolton does, does feel like the guy who is always trying to be one of the bros he when he totally hangs out with the basketball team. High school, man. Yeah, I mean, no off- quite literally. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yes. And no offense to the actor, because if I was in high school musical, I wouldn't shut up about it either. But yeah. there's like several actors from this franchise that still to this day that's their claim to fame and they yeah. milk it on tiktok of course. and i love it all but he is one of them yeah, oh yeah, i didn't even yeah. know that interesting so yeah they're back troy gets a call and they immediately start ribbing him about like oh it's gabrielle and dad's like if it was gabrielle he'd be blushing fucking got him yeah. dad wow instead it is troy getting a call and you find out that he is going to be offered a job at a location called lava springs Country club. Mm-hmm. Country club, yes. And the, the next cutaway is a is a pink Mustang that is pulling into Lava Springs Resort. Well, I think I, I think it is important that we call out that in this moment, Troy gets the offer, and Troy immediately is like, oh, yeah. I know a really smart girl. He's he's getting Gabby in as well. Yes. He's, he's making sure that Correct. he gets to spend his summer with Gabby, and he's like, she's got straight A's. She would be great, and seemingly... They're going to get to work together. Correct. They're all going to get to and, work. And, yeah, exactly. Apparently, that conversation was longer because he yeah. also pitched Off the entire East like, High also student I body, have a whole basketball team, and also, also the theater yeah. kids, and also yeah. I had everybody. Oh, also though, for real, um, before the reprise, Sharpay uh, tells Kelsey she's going to come work at the country club. Yeah, she's like, "We need a pianist. You're you're coming." Ah, uh, yes, because the other pianist went into hiding. Sharpay and Ryan arrive at the resort. They are treated with absolute, I mean, it's white glove care. They, mm-hmm. They're uh, as soon as they arrive. And we meet Mr. Fulton, who is a community theater return. He is. It's uh, Eddie's dad. Eddie's, right? yeah, mm-hmm. from Eddie's oh, Million he Dollar Cook Off. He was bad. He was yeah. bad. Uh, bad dad. Good actor, bad dad. 
he is the manager, director, whatever, the sort of man in charge of Lava Springs. And this is where we learn that Ryan and Sharpay are very clearly well-liked and established. I mean, I don't know if I go as far as to say well-liked, but they are sort of the the it people of Lava Springs. Everyone's kissing ass. Yeah, big time. And we this is when we get Sharpay's feature song. She arrives back. She meets her girl posse, goes to the pool. Everybody sits down. Sharpay tells of the, the absolutely her side of the story, right? Sharpay tells all of her side of the tale of High School Musical 1, where she is the victim. Her friend's like, that's so sad. How terrible. And Ryan's like, could you just not? Could you? Hey, it's the fucking summer, Sharpay. Could you, like be present and with it like we've look at all we've got a pool you've got everyone kissing ass this could be great also where'd the dog go like <laughs> you had him for one scene and he's never seen again he's in the kennel where'd the dog go being well taken care of. <laughs> we hope so being looked after and this is when we move into sharpay's number fabulous and it is Fabulous. Not a single person asked for this, but this was my walk-up song on my softball team my freshman year of college, so every time I went up to bat, this would play. And by that, I mean it played for two games, and then my coach made me change it because it sounded, quote, ridiculous. And I say to that man, look at me now! I mean, you can't because I'm a podcast editor, but it's fine. Fabulous. That is my sample request. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. I, you know what I liked? What I thought was fabulous. Tell me. The piano in the pool. Oh, yes. The very Elton John-esque moment for Ryan where he's wearing a white tux with pink cummerbund Mm -hmm. or pink vest and he's playing like a pink and white piano. It's It's really lovely. Yeah. I just, I adore, I adore Ryan's character in this movie. I think Ryan is great in this movie. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. I I love Ryan. Um, And this, he's just, it's just phenomenal. I love this entire number, I love the pool choreo, the synchronized swimming situation. I just thought it was all all awesome. Also, I did have a question for you. Do you think that turkey imported from Maine is the top tier turkey? It's the best turkey. I don't know that it would be, but it's the one that if Sharpay wants, wants it, therefore. then I trust it. Yeah. How interesting. Turkey experts or listeners, chime in on that. I just am curious. As it's to what. a pretty mid bird. <clears throat> so yeah, like does being from Maine maybe that makes it. Better? Better. Perhaps. The bar is not super high in general. Correct. Now, there was another observation that I wanted to make. As, and this is sort of present throughout, whenever we have an outdoor number with a lot of extras in the back dancing, Mm -hmm. we had, in this instance, uh, people sitting on the edge of the pool with their feet in the water, kicking and kicking water out at the actors and actresses. Sure. And uh, in that number were, were a lot of young children. And they were placed in such a way where either they were very confused about what they were supposed to do because they were not kicking or they were being blinded by the sun (laughs) and unable to open their eyes because of where they were sitting. Every time I cut to them, you just saw them wincing, like kicking and flailing. I was like, oh, these poor, poor children. So we have Sharpay's fabulous number. It cuts to the end of the number and she sees Troy enter the scene. She's like, I like what I see. Mm. I like it a lot. Then she sees the rest of East High enter. Well, she sees that Troy is waving, but it's not to her. Right. It's a classic. I'm waving at the person behind you. That's right. And turns around and sees Gabriella as a lifeguard. And horrible. Then Sharpay falls into the pool (laughs) over nothing. Yeah. Ah, Shock. Bewilderment. 
Oh, good, good word. Good Thank word. You. Yeah. Her tankini. Mm-hmm. A lot of tankinis. It was, it was the time. Yeah. Huh. Well, it also feels like the Disney. It's the Disney channel thing. Oh, yeah. It feels like the Disney bathing suit. Yeah. Stacy from Must Do Disney also wore a tankini. Mm. That is true. That is true. This is Must Do Disney, and we're going everywhere around Walt Disney World Resort to bring you the must do. Sharpe falling into the pool begins to flail in the three foot deep section. And definitely Vanessa Hudgens dives off of the lifeguard cliff into the three foot deep pool to rescue Sharpe. And when I just like standing next to her, like, are you good? Is everything fine? Everything is not good. Sharpe is unhappy. Mm -hmm. And who does she seek out? Mom. Mom, Mama well, Mr. Fulton. Oh, yeah. Mr. Fulton and first. Then, and, and then yeah. Mr. And Fulton then throws mom. mom under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Fulton says, you told me to get Troy to work here, uh, whatever it takes. And clearly what it took on that phone call was Troy said, yeah, I'll come if everybody comes or I'll come if Gabby comes or whatever. And so he just made it happen. And then and then cleared it with Miss Evans. Yeah. Who we now learn Sharpay is not only getting the white glove treatment because she's rich and at the country club, it's because her parents actually own the country That's club. Right. I want to say this right now. I think Sharpay and Ryan's parents are hilarious. I, love I also I love think I love the phenomenal. Parents. They are the mom is just batty enough to be fucking hilarious. Yeah. The dad is I think well intentioned, although he does do a lot of NCAA violations down the road. <laughs> That, uh, he, that is very illegal. <laughs> There's what a he is lot doing. of illegal recruiting practices that are happening. It's very illegal. What's happening guys around here. They're called under the table. <laughs> <laughs> recruiting practices. That's right. That's no, right. no wonder you admire Sherbet so much. No, Molly, she gets it done. Molly, this is athletics for teenagers. <laughs> it's the, That's true. It's the other option. That's true. It literally, it literally it's is. literally athletics with teenagers. It is the intersection. No, it's of, out in public. <laughs> it's not under the table at all. And They're not again, competing. And He's competing in golf. He lets him take a fucking swing. And technically, all the college guys are adults. That's right. Oh, my God. Uh, I, but by the way, this is real. I, as we were having this conversation, I was like, wow. And we're going to get there. I was like, wow, Sharpay's really like doing a good thing. She's really like, it's trying to get Troy a future. And then I was like, this is illegal. <laughs> like everything that is happening here violates every NCAA statute for recruiting. This is bad. And like you're not the wrong. Evans family could go to jail for this. This is pre NIL. Certainly. So we have Sharpay who's upset that all of East high is here very upset and god guys can i just say we are we're supposed to not like mr fulton but i feel bad for mr fulton of course you always do. of course you do he is putting a he is a man he's gonna have a breakdown later well deserved <laughs> well deserved breakdown i'm surprised it didn't happen earlier where he is trying to put food on the table for his family by running a country club that is being and being bullied by, by the owner's teen, teenage child. That would be terrible. <laughs> I agree. But also, I don't think I've ever not. I think I've felt only neutral feelings towards <laughs> Fulton my whole. I never watched it. it was like, I don't like Fulton. But I also never liked no, Fulton. He's I just, just like, yeah, he's, he's just the, a, he's Sharpay's lackey. He's the lackey. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's the lackey. But he like 
That's not his fucking gig. It is, he should, though. He it should is, be the director is, of all That's gig. how life works, Alan. Yeah. That's it's, fucking terrible. That's, that's true, but that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> God, nepotism's the worst. Yeah. So, <laughs> correct. Mr. Fulton. Also, pops. can we can we uh, commend Ryan's double polos? Oh, when he wears oh, the double popped double collar. Polo. Double polos and cats. I and mean, he yeah. loves, like, a multitude of hats. He's getting yeah. the, the, the newspaper yeah. hat. He's yeah. got the, the fedora. The loud hats are back. Yeah. And listen, I'm listening. I'm listening. I want to see them. Yeah. Okay. So Mr. Fulton is like, well, you know what, guys? I got to go give these teenagers jobs that are suited to their strengths that I know nothing about, but Sharpay has told me about. And assigns Troy and Chad the job, the the, the well-known hybrid job <laughs> of waiters backslash caddy. That's right. <laughs> A very well-known position. You're one, or the, you're one or the other, depending on the day. Yeah. Warning. Yes. Do not read this shirt. Chad shirt. That's what it says. <laughs> it says warning. Do not read this shirt. You might understand that you it's have all so of them. I did. I did make some notes. That's incredible. I love it. I, I love how Mr. Foley goes, we're not looking for inspiration. We're looking for perspiration. Nice. And he just sort of gets spittle on, on Troy and Chad as, and then as everybody's getting their job, he does give Zeke baking he which does. i'm like it's nice good, life is good for zeke yeah good for zeke zeke is pumped man he's doing his and passion we're, job we're pumped for zeke to the promised land zeke says gabriella comes in she's getting her lunch however she took her lunch 3.5 minutes early mm. also they all tend to eat a lot of the food in the kitchen and i don't know that that's that feels allowed like that's theft <laughs> that feels like theft or yeah like oh a lot of the practices that they're doing are like utilizing country club facilities like kelsey's just eating pudding like when he walks in <laughs> like and he out of the big tub <laughs> like, he's, he like, like takes dumb. it from her and she's like no what? no Fulton gets on to Gabriella for taking her lunch early, and this is going to be a trend that happens regularly. However, I will say it's often Troy getting Gabriella in trouble. It's and facing always me. Troy getting <laughs> Gabriella in trouble. Save this moment. <laughs> yeah. It is Troy. This is the one moment where it's like, you got to caught early. And listen, um, yeah, her bad. And also having uh, that, that was me every day of my high yeah. school job is like, I'm always trying to take lunch early. A hundred percent. Yeah. Now, guys, we're going to work this out. Okay, that is our Everybody, next number. Yeah, we are going to work all, this Everybody's out. upset because they were excited to have summer jobs, but now they're upset because they realize the summer jobs are at Sharpay's yeah. parents' country club. Yeah. And they're like, hey, man, this is your fault, Troy, somehow. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the amount of we rage all found that, that We all found Troy. this out at the exact same moment, but somehow this is your fault for doing us the favor of getting us this summer job. Yeah. But you know what? We can work it out. Guys, you know we can work it out. <laughs> Still one of my favorite memes. <laughs> the spontaneous death. Now, first of all, on its very basic premise, we can get into the minutia in just a second. I know that, Molly, you have your favorite meme in the world. I think it's so funny. But just in general, the idea of having a spontaneous dance routine in the middle of a working kitchen. Oh, yeah. I, I fucking wrote this, ludicrous. I wrote this down to I said, imagine, just imagine. You're one of the other people working. <laughs> you're you're a full time chef. You're an adult. Cook. You're an adult on the line <laughs> trying to make burgers, and all of a sudden, all the summer teen hires just start banging yeah, on the pots and work, singing and dancing. Work this out. <laughs> 
You're like, guys, we have a lunch of fucking 300 people. It's a lunch rush. We need you guys. What the The server comes in. She's like, where is the food? Like, all everything's burning. Like... Why are you using the pan? That is where flambe. We have to clean those pans now. <laughs> you guys are touching everything. Thousands of dollars of culinary equipment. You're just banging it all together. Think of all the food safety violations. Like I just love the idea of the actual employees. Just like what, what the, the fuck, fuck is happening? going on? God, oh, it's amazing. And as this, as the song and number ends. But yeah, I'm sorry. I yeah, gotta yeah. say, my favorite. I got. I'll try and find it, and I'll put it in Discord. There, somebody like synced up the song to what it would actually sound like yeah, if like they were banging on. The, it's on so me. funny. Yeah. As the song ends, it ends with a call to action from Troy to the team. So we can work this out. And I was like, Yeah, we can work it out. I still don't understand why they're mad at Troy, but. Guy, everybody just needs to be mad at Troy. That's the that's that there's, is the goal. There's a line in this where he's like, <laughs> "We can work this out, but only if we're all in this together." Yeah. And I just want him to keep going, be like, "Because it's now or never." Hey guys, and, don't stick to the status quo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want it to be a never-ending line of dialogue of song titles. <laughs> oh, I would love it. Come on, guys. We can bop to the top. <laughs> That's right. Bop to the top. Don't stick to the status quo. Don't we can make work me scream. this out if we're all in this together. You know what? Now or never. I bet on it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when Troy becomes a bad influence. He just stays a bad influence, but this is the start. Yeah. He's like, hey, let's go take our, after you're done with your shift. Let's go take our lunch. Do a little bit of a lunch break. Another one because you're going to get another one now because you're on one now, but we'll get another one. Uh, and we're going to go to. The golf course where I'm gonna prepare a picnic by utilizing the food steal, that is not I'm ours. Steal company food. And and then we're gonna have a picnic on a golf course that, that people, people are, are actively trying to play. People are playing on that. Uh, and then we're going to snack together and just effectively sky of off work. Bad plans. Not great, Troy. It's not great. Not great, Troy. And Sharpay sees this and is like, hey, let's turn the sprinklers on. Hell yeah. Fulton does, and then Fulton goes that. out and is like That's a good prank. Miss Montez, strike one. Well, Sharpay is disappointed because oh, yeah. Troy and Gabby can make anything into fun. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of fun. They, they're, they're just a fun couple. Yeah. And so when the sprinklers get turned on, they're not upset about getting wet. It's more fun because yeah. they're playing in the sprinklers. May I have this dance? I, right. And then they jig. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're sort of like a hoe Like, I am Sharpay in this moment because I would be pissed. If so, I got if I was caught in the sprinklers, yeah. I'd be so mad. So Obviously, if I was Sharpay, I would feel like other this people is, be happy. I, I would be mad too. I'm like, what's wrong with you? You guys not worried about chafing? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Tried to drive him off the golf course. Now they just want to stay more. <laughs> now they're happy. Miss Fulton shows up. Gabrielle is in trouble. Mm-hmm. He interrupts them just short of the kiss, right? The number that's of like, times. That's happened like at least twice so far. Yeah. The yeah. number of times we have a, a, a Troy Gabrielle almost kiss is just in so, so many. Yeah. Innumerable. But not to worry. They go, they get changed into one of their mini outfits they have stashed in their employee lockers. Walk in to Kelsey, who is prepping a new song that neither Troy nor Gabrielle have heard. Mm-hmm. It's for the uh, talent show that happens every year at the Lava Springs. The Stardazzle 
Stardazzle Awards. And, and of course, historically, Sharpay wins the Stardazzle yeah. Award. Well, why wouldn't she? We've seen her trophy room, I believe, at this point. So where we're signing the posters. 15 Stardazzle trophies. Yeah, she, she's it. getting a new trophy. They're making case. a new one, right, yeah. And in no time, both Troy and Gabriella are reading a song that they've never seen before and performing it with Kelsey, and that is You Are the Music in Me. Another good song. Great song. I don't like this one as much. No? I don't really? dislike it, but it's definitely not. I like this one a lot. This one doesn't rank anywhere in my like top high school musical songs. It's probably my top five. Yeah. I agree. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, I like a, like acoustic. Yeah. I like just like them and piano. I, I enjoy it. Now, I will say the one part that made me chuckle and I made a note of this mm -hmm. is that the chorus starts 16 bars before any background singers appear. <laughs> and yeah. the, the chorus is at least 12 people and four show up. So, <laughs> so I was like, this is weird. They can sing with multiple voices, Alan. I, the part of the narrative that I don't understand here is that when Kelsey's like, oh, I wrote a song for the thing. Troy says, no, my singing like died with, or like my singing's done with the winter musical. Like, wasn't the whole first fucking movie about how like you, you do like both. this and you can do both of these that and now we're in the second movie and you're like, I don't sing anymore. Well, there's a whole like, number guys, similar like, to this in a minute. You know, like in <laughs> Troy, Troy <laughs> man. Work it out. Work yeah. it out, dude. Right. Now, as after this everyday moment. Or I'm not every day after this. You're the music in me moment. We have to have Ryan sort of inform Sharpay that he has seen Troy and Gabriella perform again. Yeah, they're good. Mm -hmm. And mom is into it. Mom's like, yeah, isn't it great that they're going to be a part of your musical and you get to like have talent. It'll be great. And Sharpay's like, no, the only talented person here has to be me. And she's like, you know what? I've got another idea. I've got another sheem. Let's get Troy and Chad to come be caddies. Where's dad at? Well, mm -hmm. she says daddy, but she says daddy that. a lot. She There's a lot of daddy. Yeah. She says daddy a bunch. Now, Troy and Ryan suited up to become caddies and, and Chad is fucking, he's in man. He's like, this is going to be great. 40 bucks, dude. 40 yeah. bucks. I mean, I'd, I'd, for I would caddy for Godzilla <laughs> and Fulton's like close. close. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great joke. They go outside, they see Sharpay, Miss Evans, and Ryan, and they're like, who are you going to be catting? Chad's like, you're going to be catting for mom. Sharpay goes, Troy, you're catting for daddy. Yeah. And he comes in on a fucking helicopter. Yeah, he does. What an entrance. I love daddy. And also, daddy is a community theater return. Oh, he is? He was Xenon's daddy in the sequel, oh, not the original. He, he was when, recast. When dad got recast. When he was, yeah, he he was daddy. Interesting. Yeah. I, and in Z3? Or did they return yeah, to original cast? I think they went back to Z... I only saw him as... Uh, but uh, oh. I think Robert Curtis Brown does a great job as daddy. Oh, we're doing this? Well, this oh, is early. early. He also did a great job as Ronald in season six, episode two of 911. Oh. Uh, also in 911 season four, episode four, as Delia Narwood, Lisa Ann Walter, Narwood? who Narwood. I first met as Chessie in The Parent Trap, uh, where we had the number one daddy, Nick Parker, a.k.a. Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Dennis Quaid is here. Dennis Quaid is here. And my, I watched that, rewatched that recently, and my word, 
Ooh, I get what Meredith Zaddy. I get what Meredith Blake was Zaddy. up to. Zaddy, man. Zaddy. owns a Zaddy. fucking rides horses through the vineyard he owns. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, he checks two boxes right there: wine and equestrian. Yes. And Zaddy. Anyway, he also appeared. Dennis Quaid appeared in one of my favorite franchises of all time, the Jaws franchise, mm-hmm. when he played Mike Brody in Jaws 3D. I have heard of this. Yeah. Mm. He is betrothed to Dr. Catherine Morgan. Betrothed. Uh, who play, uh, who's played by Bess Armstrong, who also had a, a short character arc as Maureen Lincoln on Grey's Anatomy. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. God, they're Grey's. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in a singular appearance on Grey's Anatomy as Dr. Rebecca Froy was Jessica Steen, who we probably know better around here uh, as being the programmer of Pam in Smart House. Oh! But more importantly to what I'm saying right now, she's co-pilot Jennifer Watts in 1998's hit cinematic masterpiece Armageddon. There you go. Well, hey, we're there. We made it. And, uh, you know, when you have a big deal like an arm, like a like a meteor plummeting towards the planet, you're going to have some newscasters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. including an Italian newscaster by the name of uh, Dina Marone was the actress mm-hmm. who played who played Italian newscaster. That's what a her well credit was. Role. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, she also provided additional voices in a little film called Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, the uh, the f- the finale of the voices Jurassic of, voices of what? I hope a dinosaur. Just voices. <laughs> I hope like I I Just hope uh, summer 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 summer. Except summer, I was like. Summer. Ah! It was like a dinosaur noise. Summer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, many a person's favorite Jurassic character is Dr. Ian Malcolm. Oh yeah, played by the incomparable Jeff Goldblum. Yep, who I quite enjoyed as the yeah. Grandmaster in yeah. Thor Ragnarok. I'm sure we yeah. all did. We all enjoyed yeah, we, a little. We love, we love Goldblum. Yeah, we love a little Goldblum. We love Goldblum. Uh, also appearing in Thor Ragnarok as Scourge is Carl Urban. Uh huh who I first met as Aomer in the Lord of the Rings movies, mm-hmm. where we also have Daddy Elrond, played by Hugo Weaving, yep. who oh, you Hugo may know as Weaving, Agent Smith I in do The know Matrix, him as that. Yep. where he, I don't under, know, I fell asleep, does something with Neo, chats Fight, with. Fights, fights Neo frequently. Fights, yeah. fights Neo, who we know is Keanu Reeves, and, Keanu. and I, I think he's probably good in that, but he's no Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. I love Duke Kaboom from Toy Story 4. And you know who these two love from Toy Story 4? If you say Forky, I, I swear, swear to God. God. <laughs> Forky trash. from Toy oh, Story 4. Trash. Literal trash. He's garbage. What a horrible, horrible, gross, garbage thing. Garbage. I can't believe you guys would insult Tony Hale this way. No, no, we like no, Tony no, Hale. No, Tony Hale's Tony fine, great. just for the record. Tony's great. Tony's good. We love Tony. We don't like Forky. Forky's trash. Trash. I just think that you didn't get Forky, maybe. Maybe we should re-watch Toy Story 4. I'm, I'm good. I'm happy I'm, to watch I'm, Toy Story 4. Fast forward the parts of Forky. Thought it was a pretty good movie, except for him. <laughs> well, Tony Hale is also very known for playing Gary Walsh on Veep. Okay. Uh-huh. Where he worked for the uh, vice president, Selena Meyer, who's played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Mm-hmm who has played a couple roles within the the zeitgeist that we're all familiar with, including being the voice actress of Princess Ada in A Bug's Life. Oh! Yeah, we love A Bug's Life. Princess Ada! Princess Ada! Are you a a Bug's Life fan, Alan? I love A Bug's Life. An underrated... An underrated Pixar film. An underrated Pixar film, I would say. An oft-forgot. I love A Bug's Life. 
I really like Heimlich. He's one of my favorite characters. I'll be a beautiful butterfly. I really miss Heimlich's choo-choo train over in Disney Castle. Oh, look! Candycorn! Watermelon! Anyway, also in A Bug's Life, as the lead blueberry scout, voicing the lead blueberry scout, I should say, is Ashley Tisdale. Who, of course, in this film, plays the number one best undisputed character, Sharpay Evans. I, 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 you know? I don't know if I knew she was the voice of that character. I did not know she was the voice of that character. Now that you say that, I think that in some place I saw that. And that it's You always knew? Trapped. You knew all along? I don't, I don't, I think I saw it on some thing and it's been filed away in my brain. Well, now you remember. Years. And now you just opened the Dewey Decimal System cupboard mm-hmm. and found a zero point Nine five. Nice. Bugs life. Keep going with it. Picked me out. There you go. You've been Armageddon, the part of the show where Molly, by no one's urging, has found yet another way this decom can be tied to the smash hit Armageddon. Don't tell her to stop because she won't. Dewey Desmond Sister cover, huh? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Was we all? It's a standard cupboard. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a system upon which the library is filed. And they have all those filing cabinets in the middle of the library. We pull out the big rack and Mm -hmm. you go through all the little cards. And and that helps you find your book. You find what the number of the book is. And then you go to that row. And where that could be. And then you go down the row and Uh you go, oh. And and each uh, digit had a... Uh, every hundred had a category. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. one was That's research. Correct. correct. Yeah. yeah. I remember things. Yeah, for sure. Like that Ashley Tisdale was in books. <laughs> <laughs> now you do. That as well. Now I do. Yeah. So dad arrives. Dad. And yes. It is, uh, it is required if you are a rich, some could say bratty Blonde teen, white girl. You have to say daddy. Yeah. Because that was the truth. I think that's Cowbells right. as well. And yeah. I'm pretty sure on A Simple Life, Nicole and Paris called their father sure, daddy, daddy as well. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's required. They arrive and they're going to go golfing. And this is when we learn that somehow Troy also knows everything about golf. Yeah. It's He's, also learned that Sharpay is so helpful. She's so helpful? Yeah. Okay. She's like, hey, daddy, I know you're well connected with the university. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's a potential guy mm-hmm. you should consider for the stuff. Mm. Yeah. So this is this is under the NCAA recruiting regulations. <laughs> prior to the name, image, and likeness deals, favors and gifts provided to an athlete in return for attendance to and/or scholarship for a school would violate any of the recruiting when, regulations set in place. When did that start? Since the inception of the NCAA. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's doing Troy a favor. Troy's he, w- literally doing manual labor. He's been given a job, club membership, clothes, vehicles, meals, that's, as that's well as working for, out with the college team. That's for being good at his job. <laughs> and he's, he's, is what uh, Daddy Evans would say. <laughs> <laughs> While being investigated. Yeah. You're by right. The, by uh, the I, I think the records would show that uh, Troy Bolton was employed by... Yeah, we paid him yeah. money to and caddy. He was well qualified and applied for that job without any... <laughs> 
Yeah, Devlin didn't get a call out of the blue. He is on the golf job. team. He was Scott. Qu- he was qualified didn't call a favor to get his girlfriend and the rest of the school a job. That's irrelevant. That was just a good employee recommending right, others. Right. Did he receive benefits in the form of monetary compensation no, for recommending other individuals pr- to join? That's called a promotion. That's he got right. a promotion. Yeah, yeah that's a, that is a favor provided to him <laughs> I like in the this, role. I like this bit a lot. <laughs> also, I think that's the investigation that he is going to face. <laughs> I don't know that the NCAA actually disciplines anybody because I mm. heard you guys yelling a lot about Michigan. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. That's very soon, but we'll see in three to five years. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> we'll um, see in three to five years. Yeah, you are not incorrect. Uh, yeah, Sharpay makes sure that daddy knows. Apparently, he is connected to um, the basketball coach he's yeah. on the board he's on the board he's on the board yeah. and he he's knows the basketball well coach. connected Alumni, friends with the basketball blah, coach blah, blah. at the university of albuquerque albuquerque, albuquerque. and uh <laughs> and you know she talks up yeah troy's on the go but actually she goes out of her way to be like and he can sing like she's just like hitting all the different right. she's stuff covering her bases because she's helpful uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. No selfish intent at all there. All selfless. I think that that is a, a, a hot debate. Is there such a thing as a selfless good deed? Okay. So <laughs> we have after after this time spent out in the driving range on the uh, and on the course itself. I mean, literally Chad and Troy are caddying across different venues on this golf uh, across this country club. Rather, mm-hmm. they're icing themselves down. Chad, his feet, Troy, his shoulder. It's been a tough day. I mean, eventually, Troy, to your point, Max, earlier, Mr. Evans is like, hey, Troy, why don't you whack a couple of balls? Yeah. Why don't you do the thing? Yeah. And because Troy is just good at sports. He's very good at golf as well. Now, it's on the golf team. Yes, for, for sure. And he is invited to dinner by the Evans family. Yeah. Mr. Fulton tells him that Mr. Fulton provides him a set of clothes that does. And they have his measurements on file. I'm sure. Sharpay has sure Sharpay gathered, found those somehow. Yeah. Sharpay has measured him in his sleep. And now I just like the idea that whenever you start a job, they get all of your measurements. They're <laughs> yeah. like, we're going to need to know next size. Uh, socks. Um, it's important to note that before the dinner invite, he was supposed to meet up with Gabriella yeah, right. and for like a little date, they were going to, I forget what they were, steal food probably from yeah, the, they were gonna yeah, commit more theft, do, from their do more illegal stuff. Um, and he runs up to Gabriella and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm late. And then Fulton's like, you're not done. And like pulls him back. Yeah. And shitster Taylor is like Dude, Taylor is a shit. She is a shitster. She's a shitster. She's like, what was that about? And yeah. Gabrielle is like, oh, he got pulled away by Fulton, which is fair. Like yeah, he got pulled away totally. by their boss. Now like, that I that I agree. It's with not that. like he left on his own. Yep. And, and Taylor's could, like, nope, somebody. And also Gabby's it. like, we didn't really plan this. We just date. were gonna like we were ha- just like we had, like loose plans. He ran by and was like, hey, you want to meet up later? Like it wasn't yeah. like we had a thing. Like yeah. And she's like, this is what actually chapped me. Is Taylor's like, listen, even if the boy doesn't know it, a date's always a real date. And I was like, that's toxic as fuck. Yeah, Taylor is. She sh- is once again stirring the pot. She is. Now Troy is taken away. He goes to dinner with the Evans family and as well as another board member who um. And by the way, Molly, listen, I hear what you've been saying before, but Mr. Evans and unnamed board member say out loud to to Troy, hey, Troy, I sit on the board at University of Albuquerque and 
as does this unnamed gentleman. We have connections and, you know, we can, if you play your cards right, get you a scholarship, mm-hmm. a.k.a. do us some fa- scratch our back and we'll get you a we'll, we'll pay for your school. Well, and they do. They have established. I think it's important, regardless of the NIL NCAA rules. It's important to say that we've seeded that college costs a lot of money and that all yes. of these kids are worried about it during the school scene. Correct. Right. They all talk about hey, I'm getting a job because I have to pay for college. Mm-hmm. And we hear like Chad's or Zeke's parents, uh, Zeke say, my parents are going to match what I make, but I have to make it. And and Troy, I think, is like, I, I'm not getting anything. Like, I, I just got to pay my way. And right? he yeah. says it again when he's on the picnic with Gabriella. Yeah. He it's, it's a, he's worried. Yes. Like, he's very concerned about how he's going to pay. And Gabby's like, listen, you're you're talented, you're going to get seen. You're going to get a scholarship. You're going to be okay. But he's clearly stressed about it. And so this is absolutely hitting on some of Troy's insecurities. It's like, hey, this problem is going to be solved. This is also where uh, Sharpay uses this opportunity while he's in front of these two people that could positively affect his life to say, oh, Troy can sing. Sing, Troy. And he's like, no, 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 no not right now. And she goes, but promise you will with me later. Yeah, that and, was back to the And a she she asks him in a in a moment where he can't say no. Now, she doesn't specify when or how or where, which I think is an important note. She just says, promise you'll sing with me later. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And this is where, like, Molly, to your point, do I think it's positive for Troy to be here and to be in front of these two guys? Sure. Yeah, it's great for him. College is expensive. It sucks to pay for but it feels okay. like because this moment is happening, it feels like Troy is only sitting in this seat so that Sharpay can ask him to sing with her. And that this is all part of the plan that's been hatched when we found out Troy and Gabrielle are singing with Kelsey. That's definitely true. Yeah. Her motives may not be great. No, they're bad. But he's on the ta- He's at the table. Okay. So I'm not giving... I'm saying if I'm Troy... I don't know that I care how I got at the table. Mm. I'm at the table now. And now an opportunity that would not have presented itself is possibly presenting itself. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. And, and, and I think that I, I have more issue with the scene we're about to have. where Troy and his dad talk about it than I do Mm -hmm. uh, with this scenario. Yeah. Cause, Mm -hmm. cause I also think whether anyone likes it or not, and this is often I, I know we're making jokes about like this is ha- like this is illegal. Yeah, yeah. Who no one cares. That's like, how, this, this is, this how is absolutely happens. how shit happens. Nepotism is real. Nepotism is real. Nobody's documenting this. I guarantee that this is how what happens with that. Like mm-hmm. there, of course, this happens. And so, like the question is, does that bother you enough to not take an opportunity? Like, there's a whole bunch. I mean, there's a whole moral thing going on. But like the point for Troy is he's now at the table. Yeah, correct. After he leaves the table, I mean, he's Troy, I think Troy is struggling with the awkward. He's also struggling. We haven't mentioned this yet with feeling awkward for being at the table and being served by his friends. Yeah, his, that would be awkward. His friends are all who are all on his team with him, who all are, you know, friends with him are watching him at the table with the basketball coach of the University of Albuquerque and serving him food when they were all working this job together. So for a lot of reasons, that's awkward. And after this is all said and done, Troy is able to get out of this meal. He calmly walks into the kitchen, screams, looks at her non-existent watch and sprints out to meet 
and, and attempts rather to sprint out and meet Gabby. Yeah. But he is ambushed by Fulton and taken to see Sharpay's incredible performance. Incredible. Incredible. Of Humuhuma Nuka Nuka Apua'a. The state oh, fish of Hawaii. The state fish of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I know that from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Nuka Nuka Apua'a. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> that is one of my favorite movies. That would be so good. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And this is just batshit crazy. I mean. This is, it's great. I it's love great. it. I, I love it. I, I know you two do not feel the way I do about Sharpay. Yeah. You have to admit. You have to admit that she is brave for doing that fish voice <laughs> in front of the guy she has a oh crush on. Oh my god! And then, and then, even more so. Yes, and finish it and go like, "Did you love it? What? <laughs> that Did number, we see the same shit? That number is crazy." But like the fish, she goes, "This is how fishes would sing," and goes like, <laughs> and like I'm like. Bold. <laughs> Bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it works out for. I, I'm going to say this on the record. I I think that Sharpay is the most entertaining character in this movie. Oh, yeah. The most entertaining character in the franchise and a great villain. <laughs> I My position on her motives, on if she's a good, meaning morally good character, if she's a hero, those have not changed. And I don't really think that I've changed my position for the first movie. I thought she was entertaining there, but she is very entertaining throughout this whole movie. Yeah. There are multiple moments where I'm like, you are the star as far as like being the, just the source of comedy, man. When she walks out of the room and she's like, give me a beat. Oh, my favorite. And, and, and she makes just, the guy do the drum and just so she can walk out the room. Oh, it's I, so love good. It. It's I love it. I love it. So fucking good. I do think she's the villain. Well, yeah. Um, and I, and I think that she's morally reprehensible, but sometimes like, um, you know, but I think that by far the most entertaining character. Of the yeah. Movie. Very entertaining. And I think obviously I'm, I mean that she's the, like the victim. I don't usually think that, but I think part of the reason I like Sharpay so much is because of how entertaining she is yeah. versus how fucking boring Gabriella is. Yeah. I think Gabriella, she's a, she's a, she's very a, flat. She's a Gabby Schubert. Like <laughs> <laughs> She has one. She has a moment in this movie that yeah. I think is her best moment of the franchise. Yeah. Like I really do. We'll get there. But I think that, Gabriella has her best moment of the trilogy in this movie. Interesting. Yeah. Um, right. But I agree. Mostly she's not very interesting. She's most, <clears throat> she's very close to a Mary Sue. I yeah. think yeah. she is so boring. And I think Sharpay is so much more entertaining and I am drawn to those characters totally. more. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's why I like Blair and gossip girl. That's why I like Loki. Like I like yeah. this character who's like looking out for number one and just going to come up with some wily shit. Yep. So as after this wild performance is done, by the way, can we acknowledge Ryan again? Once Ryan more, snaps is so Ryan, good man. when he this puts on the, t- like the fish cool. suit and is like, yeah. and then he gets so mad when she wants Troy to be the like prince at the end. And then he's pouting while still doing the choreography, yeah. which by the way, Right. It would be weird if you're the prince and she's the princess. Like, okay, but that's been the, di- we talked about this last I movie know, of, like, like, of like every romantic duo ever. They are playing I the know, two parts. But it's so fun. Like he, he like watch him in the background. Don't watch Sharpay. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. I think there are multiple scenes where Ryan steals the show. Oh, I love him in this movie. I, I think he's probably he, he the existed. best character. Yeah, I agree. Oh, for sure. Cause he's entertaining mm-hmm. and I think he has a good arc. Yeah. He's an, oh, incredible arc. Yeah. 
So, okay, the, the wild song is over. Troy's like, hey, why don't you just fucking be normal? And Sharpay <laughs> hears that and she's like, sing a spotlight on me. Everybody else is in the darkness. Nobody else fucking matters. It's a spotlight on me. And you're also there, Troy. And we're singing together like you promised we would. But still, spotlight's on me. That's what we're going to do. I have to go now. Troy leaves. And this after this, again, a moment of utter fear crossing his face. Leaves and goes and meets with Gabriella. And they have a, a swimming moment. Again, Troy what the fuck are you doing, bro? Very illegal, not illegal, very frowned upon. You're utilizing your employer's um, facilities without permission. It is not granted to you as a part of the membership and gets caught. But not before. He says, hey, lifeguard. And she says, you're crazy, wildcat. <laughs> I, I, I want to put it on record. I loathe every time. And then, and then he... And then he gets her to get in the pool by acting like he's drowning. It's hilarious. <laughs> They're so fun. <laughs> They're so fun. What a goofy, silly couple. They're so silly. What silly billies they are. What are they going to do next? <laughs> Not kiss. <laughs> no, they're going to get close. And Mr. Fulton once again appears and gets Gabby in trouble. Second strike. Now, then we cut to Troy with his dad fixing up a truck. Yeah. Troy's kind of sharing his concerns with his dad. Some of those preliminary issues that he's having, mainly like the awkwardness about like now he's getting an opportunity and his friends aren't. He feels like it's, he feels a little bit awkward about it. I don't know if he, if he explicitly says that it feels shady or not, but he's a lot of it is like, it feels unfair. And he is expressing that sentiment to his dad. Yeah. And his dad is like, well, your friends are serving you. They're getting paid for it. Right. And Troy was like, well, yeah, but technically so was I. Like, I also have the same job, but I got to have a different opportunity. He's like, listen, Troy, sometimes things come up and you got to you gotta take those opportunities when they come, man. College is, college is expensive. So I, I do have tension with this bit of writing. And it's not because I necessarily disagree with anything that's being said. I think that it just... I want it to be presented a little bit different and have the arc work out a little bit differently because Troy is too self-aware. I think in this moment, like I think I want what I want for this arc is for Troy to be kind of like blinded by the opportunity. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I want Troy who's feeling insecure about paying for college. Who's doubting his own abilities to, earn the scholarship by being a great athlete to who's worried about, am I going to be able to provide for my future to see it in front of him and be like, this is the most important thing. And for dad to maybe be like, well, but where was Chad? You know, like uh -huh. I, I, I want them to switch roles a little bit here just because what ultimately it feels like is that not that I don't want to try to take this opportunity, Everybody's going to get their own opportunities moving forward. Right. That's just how it works. It's just right? life, man. Yeah. Troy can't get everybody a scholarship. I agree with that. But what it feels like is that Troy starts with that level of empathy and that dad sort of pushes him in the direction of acting like a dick. 
Mm. Like it's because of dad being like, no, you should look out for you. That Troy starts acting like a dick. Whereas like, I want Troy to go down that path because he's insecure and he's blinded by the opportunity. And for dad to be the one to be like, well, where, where was Chad during this? And Troy be like, well, he was getting paid. Like I want Troy to say what dad's saying and I want dad to be the one to pump the brakes on him a little bit and have Troy not start in the position. I expect him to get to right of seeing the impact he's having on his, he already sees the impact he's having on his friends, which makes the choices he's going to make worse. And and like, I, I agree with you because some choices I think are obvious that Troy with this level of empathy wouldn't make. And then some choices where I'm like, well, th- that's outside of Troy's control and he's being blamed. Totally. For him, right? yeah, like, yeah, I agree. It's like, yeah. it's an interesting thing to balance. The thing that I think that dad says that is the most impactful or correct, I guess. Um, dad, cause like you're saying, dad's basically like, dude, you gotta look out for number one. Yeah. Like you, you, and he says like, I know they're the wildcats and I know that you're, they're your team, but that's not forever. Like, mm-hmm they're your high school basketball team, which kind of rich coming from the guy who's still coaching Coaching the the high school school basketball basketball team. team. But I do like that point where he's like, yeah, you should care about your teammates, but also you should care about the the difficulty is, is he doesn't say you should care about your teammates, right? Like his message is, and this is what he doesn't about face later to come and do a save the day moment. And I also take issue with that because I think your message, Molly is the message that should be delivered by dad at the end of the movie. Totally. That I agree, right? Like I, again, I don't have any issue with any of the points that are brought up. I wish they were said by different people Mm -hmm. because right now it feels like Troy starts with, I understand the impact that this is having on my friends and that feels bad and I don't want to hurt my friends. And dad goes, fuck your friends. And so now Troy acts like an asshole. That's true. Whereas if Troy just started acting like an asshole and dad could come in at the end and be like, look at the impact you're having on your friends, then Troy makes the turn, right? But dad pushes him into, and like that's, especially dad being a coach for all these kids, that's a particularly weird place for him to be. It's very odd. Dad, not the best dad, as we established in the first one. Troy is more emotionally mature than dad in the first one too, so. 100%. What ends up occurring is the truck they're fixing up is given to Troy. Mm -hmm. Troy's pumped. He goes uh, back to work the following day. He's actually late, a little bit late to work. He talks with Gabby a little bit as she's teaching calisthenics, which he's definitely qualified for, and goes to clock in, and Fulton is like, hey, guess what, man? Definitely because of your abilities and not because of favoritism, you have been promoted. Mm -hmm. You are now going to be a junior golf pro. You're going to be giving golf lessons. In accordance to that, you're also going to be gifted a membership to the country club. In accordance with that, you're also going to be gifted a wardrobe of clothes to wear. In accordance with that, you're also going to be gifted. You're also going to be gifted a uniform. He gets clothing and a uniform. Like they're distinctly different things. And two different in accordance with that, you're going to get a golf cart. It's yours. By the way, it's number 14. Isn't that your jersey That's number? That's your jersey It's a reliable mode of transportation to do your job. So far, <laughs> sounds all regulated. And then Fulton <laughs> says to him, and this is one thing that's like, I think, again, I just, here's how much I've aged is I see my myself and Fulton so goddamn much like the people who I've met in the corporate world mm-hmm. who are like the Evans family is very well connected. Yeah. They think that you have untapped potential. And I recommend you don't look a fucking gift horse in the mouth. Hey, bro. Dipshit. (laughs) And this is Troy 
sort of leaning into where dad is. So, so dad pushed Troy to the edge. Yeah. And then Troy jumps off here. Totally. And Phil, Phil like flicks him a little bit. A little bit. Just a little, little light shove, a, a gentle fart, just a breeze that, that washes over him as he falls off the edge. And this is when we get Troy now teaching golf. Now, here's another thing that I think is just before we get to the, the kids, there is a moment where Troy looks back at the, because he is positioned on screen in front of the rest of the team behind him in the kitchen. And I thought this is a very weird choice. And I thought they were going to turn around and Chad would be like, what the fuck, bro? And Chad is like, instead of doing the angry Chad, he's like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The team is supportive at this point. Totally. And then Troy's like, I don't know, man, this is wild. And he leaves. I think the team stays supportive until Troy starts making decisions. Mm -hmm. Like, I think when this is handed to Troy, they're like, oh, okay, cool, do the thing. It's when Troy starts picking other things over them. Yeah. And actively making decisions that they get pissed off. Troy goes and teaches. I love that he has like the montage of like, maybe you should hold it this way, kid, yeah. or like make the ball fear you. Like, all, like I was like, ah, it's funny. It's because he's qualified for his job. Yes. Very, yeah, sure. He is. Sure. And eventually... He is, though, for real. No, he I agree. plays he's on, on the no, high school no, golf, team. On the golf team. He legitimately could do this job. And eventually he has to teach Sharpay. Which gets a quote that I need on a soundboard somewhere. Yeah. Because he just walks up and she has um, uh, all pink golf balls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Zach Efron walks up and just goes, cool balls. <laughs> cool balls. <laughs> cool balls. I just want to. <laughs> and I just want cool balls. 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 Can we just take a moment for Sharpay's hairstyle? It confused me. It looks like they put gel on two sides and some it's still uh, in. Put gel. Uh, is it? Yeah. I mean, I I personally would not do it, but you'll see celebrities do it, like on red carpets and stuff. But that's Florence Pugh. Does it's it a lot. wind tunnel. I love Florence. It's Pugh. serving. I'd listen. She's incredible. Troy is starting to teach Sharpay, and this is another moment where Sharpay is using Troy's need and desire for a scholarship and desire for that security to ensure that she has a singing partner at some point because of the promise. Well, I mean, this is when she says like, we're going to sing together for the thing. And he's like, no, no man, I already have a thing. Like I I've got a thing with Gabby and she goes, but you promised me. And this is where like, she got him to promise vaguely. And now she's saying, you promised me you'd do this thing specifically and you're not somebody to go against your promise. And so now you, I, I've tricked you basically into doing what I need you to do. I've activated my trap card. Right, exactly. And this is now, you're, you are now trapped. Yeah. I will say beyond that, the two of them seem to get along well. Like, and it is established in the first one that they all like, kind of get along i guess sure. i don't know like they're like laughing and mm-hmm. and he's helping her golf and like my 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 read is that like they all grew up together yeah they've known each other a long time yeah. like yeah they they're they're the popular kids at school yeah they yeah. probably all generally get along yeah and again taylor sees this and is a shit stirrer of course mm-hmm. at this point chad and gabrielle another are, antagonist she's the secondary villain of, yeah. the, oh, of for the sure. she's, absolutely she's easily she my least favorite character she sucks now because she's not entertaining either. No. She, she's what like, does she bring to the table other shit than sister? And she's not entertaining. Yeah. The two cool. negatives Great. in the column. Yeah. And Chad and Gabrielle are like, nah, that's like, Troy's good. Troy's got a handle on it. Now, here's, here's one thing that I do want to say. I know that I've made a lot of jokes about the NCAA violations that are very clearly occurring here. 
I'm just going to ask both of you a question because I already know my answer. Okay. If you could have a scholarship to the university of your choice, Albuquerque secured yeah. for one night of singing in a paired duo, would you take that offer? Obviously. Yeah, of course. But I don't, I don't actually think that's the question. Oh, I mean, I'm just I like, mean, I, if that's, if that's it, sure. I take it every time. Right, right. I know. I'm just saying like the, the, obje- if I'm looking at this at a high level and I remove the nuance of like, he's got to make a choice between his friends and all this other, like if I went to he's my already fr- agreed to do it with Gabriella and Kelsey's song right. and like, there's already commitment. Right. So at, at bare minimum, he needs to go to Gabby and be like, Hey, there's this opportunity. I agree. If I sing with Sharpay, I who, secure a scholarship who tricked me, <laughs> who tricked me <laughs> and who is clearly manipulating me, uh, to sing with me. But, you and I agree there's a silver lining. You good with this? Like, right. And she'd be like, no, this summer is more important than your entire future. <laughs> I mean, who knows? But but regardless, like, that's the real. I, I, I agree. Like, we're stripping. I'm stripping a lot of nuance out from that, right? I do agree that, like, communication is the biggest enemy and villain in every single all one of these movies, right? right. And all it's in any teen show ever as someone who's watching Gossip Girl right now. Again, if Troy... If Troy had half of the self, and this is why I'm so mad about it. If Troy had half of the self-awareness he had in his conversation with his dad, he'd been like, well, you're telling me I get a, I get a fucking free ride for four years for a degree for singing for one night. I'm going to go and tell my friends who obviously care about me yeah, totally. about this. And they're probably going to be cool with it. The reality is he doesn't because he's, he's making choices mm-hmm. as you mentioned before, Max. And that's the, that's the issue. So anyway, surprise, surprise, Sharpay is actually good at golf. She's just sort of faking it. Taylor sees this and she's got more shit to throw into her pot to stir. He, he being Troy is, is snagged by Mr. Evans on his way back to work by a group of very tall gentlemen. And Zach Efron has never looked so short. Never, ever. The, the fucking basketball scene. Yeah. And I looked up how tall he was. Four same. Boy, five four eight. boys, five, eight. Five, <laughs> eight. And, and Molly goes, is this Steph Curry short? He's like, he's like six, one. <laughs> that's is, short at basketball. <laughs> true, but it's not five, eight short at basketball. So. Yeah, it, that's five inches taller. And <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you want to come do a scrimmage with us? Yeah. And Troy's like, hell yeah. Of course. That I sounds, do. yes, I would love to do that. I mean, it's it's sort of like surprisingly thrust upon him. He's like, oh, hell yeah, let's go do the thing. And it's during this time where we see some of the some of the decisions that Troy makes begin to set in. And this is when, like, the basketball team of the University of Albuquerque is being served by Chad, Jason, Zeke, the other one well, of Zeke's cooking, but Chad and Jason who are serving them. And Troy sort of ignores Chad and Jason in this moment. He's like, I asked for Swiss on this burger. Well, and they any sort of baits because. Chad walks up and Troy is like, oh, and by the way, and it's almost like he's going to introduce Chad. And then he goes, I wanted, I wanted Swiss. My like, it's, it's not just that I'm asking for you to serve me. It's like, oh, you thought I was going to introduce you to this guy you like. No, go serve me. Like, I, I don't think Troy should have sent the burger back. I want it on the record because <laughs> I might be taking a controversial stance in a little bit. But on the record, Troy should not have sent the burger back. I, and this is when he's leaned full into like, I need to secure my future. He's yeah. like, he's now fully in. Yeah. And I think he's Pat. I think he's further than that. I think he's now in assholery. Stage. Yeah. He's being a dick and looking for his future. Yeah. Cause I agree with one of those things. I don't agree with the other one. Hence 
on the record, sending back the burger was bad. Agreed. And this event in and of itself is all Chad needs. Viva la basketball! That's what Chad's shirt says right now. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just shouted a sentiment. I was very confused. <laughs> Viva la basketball! <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh my God. Wow. Excuse me. <laughs> and Chad is convinced he's made up his mind. Troy is now an asshole. This group is very easily convinced, very quickly convinced of a change of events without communicating with anybody else. And then Sharpay gives Ryan the shaft. He's like, Hey, you're cut from the show. Keep your, keep your costume. I don't sell your costume. I don't give a shit. We'll figure out something for you to do justice for Ryan in this moment. As a number one supporter of Sharpay. I don't really give a shit what she does to anybody else. I do not like it when she's mean to Ryan because yeah, Ryan's legit. The curb. Ryan is lovely and Ryan has been around and had to be your romantic counterpart. Mm-hmm. And she's not very nice to Ryan. And I don't like that. She's not nice to Ryan at all in this movie. No, she's, he's an, she's, she's an asshole. Very manipulative to Troy and, uh, and an asshole to Ryan. And this is when Troy comes and meets Gabrielle. He's like, hey, do you want to have dinner tonight? He's trying to make... Troy's biggest issue is he's, promi- he, he's promising to do too many things, and he's using promise very flippantly. Mm-hmm. And she calls him on it. And this is when he gets called to go play basketball with the University of Albuquerque basketball players. Chad comes out and was like, weren't you going to do baseball? And if you weren't going to do baseball, weren't you at least going to invite us to do the basketball thing? Well, they say... So you watch him break three promises, basically. Uh-huh. You say... He says... Hey, like, let's go get dinner. Uh, I I promise I'll make it. And she's like, you're not going to fucking make it. She's like, we were going to go do the baseball game. You can't go to dinner. We're going to the baseball game. And it's clear he's forgotten the baseball game. And then the guys come out and they're like, we're going to play 2v2. And he's like, yeah, I forgot we were going to do that. Like, he's he is throwing everyone to the side. Um, and all of these agreements, which this is just like, I agree. I promised or agreed to sing with Gabby Kelsey's song. And then I ended up in this other thing and maybe I got back into it. Maybe I manipulated there. He's not the only one at fault, but this is the, this is the theme is mm-hmm. that like Troy's made all these commitments to his friends, whether it is singing in the talent show, playing at the baseball game, playing two V two. And then on the side, there's his future, which is other commitments that are going on and they're all conflicting. And he is, choosing one Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't think troy is at fault for choosing the future obligations i think where troy's fault is is not communicating with the other people because i also think if he said hey i have the opportunity to go play with collegiate basketball players the coach is watching and possibly scouting i'm gonna do that i think his friends would be much more accepting than they are I think I, I actually disagree on the accepting part. I think Chad, I agree. Chad, and I actually don't agree with what Chad's saying here, to be clear. Chad's like, why didn't you ask for us to go join you? Yeah. That's and I'm crazy. like, that's, that's actually not Troy's obligation. Yeah. I don't think you should not put your future in the hands of somebody else. You need to own that shit on your own. Uh, now is Troy getting an opportunity that you don't have because of outside circumstances that are also not affecting you? Yes. But you know what, brother, that's fucking life. Like that's how that should happen. Isn't it also established that Troy's the best player? Like oh, for sure. Troy is probably the one going to get a scholarship anyway. I mean, I, I agree with you. I agree with everything you're saying, but I'm just like, I think that in the, the concept of Chad being mad at Troy for not asking for Chad to be included feels like, no dude, that's honor. Like, 
I, I'm not responsible for you. I was given this opportunity. It's a weird and awkward thing for me to go to these collegiate athletes. Like, Can my friends come? Well, and this is why he can't start from a place of self-awareness, right? This is why it's bad that Troy starts from the place of like, I had to watch my friends I like agree. look at me at this dinner and serve me right because now you are responsible for their feelings exactly right? if you just start with the like dad i was at this dinner and dad's like well where's Chad?" he's like oh he was getting paid like if you never show that self-awareness then it it's reasonable that you would never consider it to communicate it right but because you've shown that you do consider them now you look like a dick by not communicating by not having empathy. I don't think they would easily accept it. I do think they'd be jealous because I think that's how teenagers are. Uh But I think that it's still Troy managing his friendships and having care and empathy to say like, Hey man, I understand this sucks. And I, and I, I understand that like it feels bad. This is what's happening to me. I just want to be the one to tell you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want you to be surprised by it. Exactly. And, And that's why I, I, I wish that his arc was different in this movie. It's just, there's so much about it where I'm like, again, we go back to this every time in this movie. It's even more apparent than we've seen recently. It's like, just fucking talk to each other. Yeah. So Troy eventually, like he eventually goes with the collegiate athletes. And I, again, I stand for him. Like he should not have to ask for his teammates to come with them. Like that's just, that's hey, an awkward position. That's my for him. ball. Cool ball. <laughs> that's my ball. <laughs> I love that. I fucking love that petty ass shit. Give me my basketball back. My ball. I carry it everywhere. I need my ball. Leave a little basketball. Read my shirt. <laughs> oh, don't read my shirt. I got my other shirt on. It says don't read it. I just have to change real quick. Um, and they go to, as he goes and plays basketball with these collegiate athletes, we see Gabriella riding with Taylor on the way out. They reach out to Ryan, who is dejected. And the employees, the rest of the crew, are reaching out to Ryan in an attempt to like bring a new person into the fold. And this is when we have the baseball game that plays out between where Ryan is introduced to Chad. And this is when we get possibly like they're of, introduced like they don't know each other. Yeah. It's like, like they, you got game. Hey, man. Who, hey, can you read? <laughs> <laughs> also, I love that they just drive. Nice. The, I love that they just drive the golf cart onto the baseball diamond. Like you couldn't park it outside. <laughs> like And this is when we get one of my favorite songs in this movie. I don't dance. This is actually possibly my favorite high school musical song. It's so good. Of all the movies. It's like this one or now or never. Yeah. These are my favorites. Oh, it's so good. Great choreography. I think this the, is what, the, this, the irony of Chad dancing no, throughout this. This is what happens. Chad's like, whatever, man. I don't dance. I and, know you can't. And then proceeds Not to do a three-minute dance number. Yeah, he does. And also, I want to be like, Chad... I've seen you dance. You might have called it double Dutch, <laughs> but that was dance. You know what is a door? Dance. Hit it out of the park. And it, yeah, I and then he does dance. a full like Broadway style kick. Not a chance. If no. I could do this and you could do that, but I, I don't dance. Hit it out of the park. Now I also have an issue with this a little bit because. And Max, you mentioned this earlier, but with Troy, mm. we spent the whole first movie I establishing I that know. you can like multiple things or that one uh, hobby or passion is not better than the other. So the fact that Chad is basically like baseball's harder than dancing and yeah. like dancing's lame is like, 
now the song's amazing i'm not mad great but i'm like wait didn't we establish that it's all good i i do think that i this one makes more sense to me than troy being like i'm done singing because we in the first movie not with them participating, but with them cheering on Troy. Yeah, he didn't right. dance. Yeah, Chad He don't dance. He doesn't dance, he don't, right? He's not an active participant. Um, and so at this point, it's like, okay, well, now you're involved. You're not just an observer. Now I want you to be a part of it. Yeah. And so I I, I, I'm, I look more favorably on this yeah. like kind of repeat uh, from the first movie. Troy's like, I don't sing. Singing's dumb. It's like, my dude, we did this. <laughs> I, yeah, fuck I guess, was the last two hours. About? I guess like, I'm good with Chad saying I don't dance. Mm-hmm. It's more. I know of, you can. It's more the insinuation that like dancing's lame yeah, yeah, yeah that i'm like no we already established it's all good let me just say bold of ryan to wear all white on a baseball diamond. didn't get a lick not, of dirt not on one. until the end until he true. falls over at the end true i, I like when he hits a ball and then does leaps yes to, to run the bases yes oh we get stunts we get stunts going on to these bases i would have liked to see this such a little thing but like i got to just the end at the end he does get dirty because chad slides and he falls over him why can't Ryan be the one to make the decision to slide because the all white, like representing his like mm. clean and this is them coming together, right? Yeah. They've been dancing and then he slides and right. chooses to get his all white clean member persona dirty. Right. And like, and he fits in more with the folks that are working and are not like the members being doted upon. I, I just would have liked that ending more. Yeah. Mean? Well, Chad had to win, you know, but Chad the, seemed had to win. And the real ending is amazing because it's the fact that they change outfits. Yeah. They switch outfits. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's amazing. <laughs> I also want to say we do have a cutaway to Troy who is playing basketball with these collegiate athletes trying to call Gabby. Here's my main takeaway from this. We don't need to spend a lot of time here. He's fucking short. It is, so it is so short. I've looked yeah. up some information here about uh, the top six NBA stars under six feet because uh-huh. I thought to myself there was a there was a, a shorter gentleman in a little film you might have seen called Space Jam. You're you're referring to, of course, Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, he's only five three, mm-hmm. but. Turns out you have to be one of the best of all time. Arguably more talented <laughs> than you have to. You have to literally write records <laughs> yeah. in a book. Argu- be, you have to be so fucking skilled <laughs> yeah. people can't feasibly consider Ar- playing against you. Arguably more talented yeah, arguably. than Troy Bolton. Yeah. Uh, but I also learned that the shortest person to be in the uh, NBA Hall of Fame uh-huh. is five nine. Hmm. Interesting. An inch taller than Troy Bolton. Yeah. There you go. So ultimately Troy's call is not answered by Gabby because Gabby is having a good time with the rest of the, with the rest of the crew. The following day, Troy happens upon seeing Ryan and Gabby dancing because Ryan is like, they've bonded over the evening or over the, the sort of day long afternoon into evening together. Um, and now everybody's like Ryan's worry about, about being seen as sharp ace poodle has now been dissuaded based on his interactions with everybody. But Troy sees this, friendship happening yeah and gets very jealous well of course he does alan boys and girls can't be friends apparently not but it leads to a blow up between chad and troy i'm, I'm so sorry i need to cut in just for one little night just look do. down and realize that why are no girls playing in that baseball game girls can't play baseball max molly it's a it's the staff member game why can 
They're in the. They are doing the stand choreography, Max. They, they, what the fuck is happening in this movie that no girls can play uh, in the fucking staff game? They have to lead. I just told the you the stand choreography. Girls can't play basketball, or I'm sorry, girls can't play baseball. I said like, we know girls can't play basketball. There was one in the opening number. She oh. was just dancing. She wasn't playing. We've seen double teamed. Yeah, we have yet to see a softball movie. That's true. Well, yeah, they could only play. They can only the play softball. Bigger, and they pitched underhanded. Mm. Obviously, let, let me be clear. Who decided that? I don't know. I, have I don't know. No idea. You must. I just it did strike me that I was like, because they make this they make this whole thing of like, oh, you're gonna play in the staff game, Ryan. Come with us to the staff game, and then Gabby and Taylor are just standing in the stands. And I was like, oh, it's weird they're not playing. And then I saw all the players. I was like. Oh, no girls are playing. Girl. Oh, I understand. Boy, boys rule and girls drool. Well, that, you know, I've heard Apparently. that somewhere. So Chad and Troy blow up at each other in the in the kitchen mm-hmm. with Chad. I think this is part of what Chad is saying, I think, is applicable mm-hmm. and real. And the other part of it is Chad being jealous. Sure. And I think that's such a I think that is such a weird thing to balance as the viewer Mm -hmm. is Chad's making a lot of fair points. You've ditched us. You abandoned us. You've reneged on a lot of the promises you've made all bad things and all true, all true column B is, and you didn't invite us to do the thing you were invited to do. And you didn't include us in shit that was out of your control. Yeah, that I agree. It's jealousy. I also think that's real for a teenager. I fully agree that it's real. I'm definitely Troy here. It's just, I think column A, I can be like, this is well objectively founded. True. Objectively yeah. true. Column B is you're jealous. Yeah. The fact that you're intermingling them into an argument it takes away from column A. I don't 100%. know that it's. I also don't necessarily know that it's. Uh, I think he, the way he's expressing it is being a teenager. Oh yeah. But I don't think that this stops at being a teenager. Like I think for the rest of your life, other people are going to get opportunities that you're not going to. And I understand in this moment, you're jealous and that this is your best friend and all these things. But like, that's how life works. My guy. Yeah. I think, I mean that I, I believe the jealousy. Yeah. As I think this is what a high school person would think right like if a high schooler is watching this happen i think that they would have jealousy and not have the maturity to be able to say this is what happens in life well i think jealousy happens in life sure i think that like like working at disney how many times were there like people going out for things and other your friends get whatever thing and you don't or like i think for every promotion like i think and this is watching a 35 year old eyes where i'm like it you can be jealous and also this is me just looking at column B. Yeah. You can be jealous and also happy for your friend. Like those two thoughts don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. There have been, I'm sure many times in all of our careers where that's happened. And it's like, I'm bummed. I didn't get this thing, but you know what? You're my best friend and I'm proud of you for getting it. A thousand percent. We're saying the same thing. I'm, I'm adding that. I don't think, Teenagers uh, are a 16 year old is going to have the emotional maturity to say the second part. Yeah. They're only going to feel the jealousy and yeah. lash out with it. Right. And, and I think also as a tendency of that, like the lack of emotional maturity is 
you will then clump all of the things together. Right. Right. And like not in, be able to, to, to separate mm-hmm. the, these are you doing ni- nice things. And these are things that I'm feeling inside me. Yes. And it's, it's, it's very much as lashing out is the, is the mode of operation. Cause again, Troy shouldn't have been a dick to his friends and I'm sure it would have been a scary conversation to go to them and say, these very cool things are happening to me that I know you wish were happening to you. Mm-hmm but that's the reality. And like, that would be a very hard conversation yeah, for sure. as a teenager. But to me, that's, that's Troy's biggest flaw. I think Chad is being ridiculous. Right I agree. Oh, yeah. He's very, I agree. He's escalating. So this blows up. This is ultimately Troy's separation from his friend group for the time being. Mm-hmm. He then goes to Sharpay's rehearsal where it is going to be the music and me, but Sharpay's version. And to your point, Max, Troy is frightened this is his the second, entire time. This is his second very emotive scene <laughs> where every line is well, here. Your favorite, like he looks again, like every turn is a boo hole of an HHN house. It's uh, very, he's very, scared. and he's just scream singing certain lyrics. When he's I like, my favorite song, I know we belong. Yeah. What is she saying? It's like he's hitting the high notes because they are out of fear. You know, like, <laughs> Alan and I did a reel of this number uh, when oh, we dressed yeah, like them on a cruise ship. Oh, yeah, I don't think happened. we ever published it. We should. Publish that. publish that yeah um but this as this ends sharpay's like it's like we were destined to be together and i thought it was very odd that the next vision troy bolton has is of her in a wedding is, dress yes yeah, it's, it's because they're supposed to be together okay <laughs> okay but now we get to the angst section yeah. troy is missing every shot troy sees ryan leading the rehearsal with all of his once friends he so did to- it chad shirt oh he did it his chat this is also the give me a beat yeah yeah sharpay sees it confronts ryan and ryan she's like i can't believe you're one of them and he goes i'll take that as a compliment way to go ryan stand up for yourself yeah. ryan yes sharpay has to leave give me yeah, a beat. she she kicks him to the side and yeah, then right? it's mad that he's and then it's mad that group. he's doing yeah. something and it's what like what the fuck you expect sharpay go fuck yourself like <laughs> absolutely fuck right off yeah <laughs> i couldn't agree more yeah gets a beat walks a out beat. to the beat i love give me a beat though it's such a good it's so idea. extra give me a beat and the, and the drummer's like yes ma'am i love uh, it sharpay goes to fulton and then does another really shitty thing yeah and uses her privilege as the daughter of the owner to tell fulton to effectively blockade a years long tradition of allowing staff members at this resort to have a night of enjoyment. She is denying staff members enjoyment right now. Well, and it's, and this feels like, because she's like, uh, she wants to win the start of award. Right. And in the first movie, I said, Sharpay has to keep Troy and Gabby from auditioning because she can't beat them straight up. Right. Uh And this is like, I have to keep all of them from performing because I can't beat them straight up. hundred percent. Right? And it's, this is, uh, the standard, uh, antagonist move, right? Like it's, um, but it's interesting that you sort of get the parallel to the first one of in, in the, in the first movie, it's the audition. Now it's the star dazzle award performance. Correct. Now the staff can't perform and Fulton has a full on fucking mental breakdown. Fulton Taylor comes up. Fulton gives Taylor the, de- the, the flyers that say, Hey, staff can't participate anymore. 
And Taylor's like, what is this? And Fulton is like, sometimes adults have to do shit they don't like to pay for their mortgage, Taylor. So shut the fuck up and let me live. And Taylor's like, do you want some tea? Chamomile. <laughs> And as I was watching that, I was like, that's fucking real. I've seen that happen in an office before. Well, maybe Fulton. <laughs> listen, I'm not suggesting that Sharpay makes Fulton's job easy, but I am suggesting that perhaps his job is just a little harder this summer because he hired a bunch of hooligans who are stealing from the kitchen. He's probably hearing every, every day he has to hear from the full-time fucking wine They cook. sang again! And they're singing in the kitchen. Chad's icing his feet in the kitchen. Like, it's lunch rush and why the fuck are the pans all being Gab- banged on? Gabriella's late everywhere she goes. You didn't hire a full-timer because you made this guy a cook and then you made him a golf instructor we're down a man <laughs> literally we are everybody's working ot everybody left to go to the sexist baseball game like but full distress okay and i don't think it's fair to only blame that on sharp i had to clean the pool a second time because these guys after we cleaned it jumped in there <laughs> one of them fake drowning Wait, the paperwork no, Molly, I hear what you're saying, but I hate to remind you that it is Sharpay's fault that that entire team is there because she said, hire Troy Bolton no matter what the cost. And the cost was into all of East High working at Lava Springs. Listen, listen. <laughs> Cleared she by Mrs. Evans. And it's Mrs. Evans' fault. I don't know. The chain of decision making goes back to Sharpay. But I hear you. So this is, he has this breakdown and I was just like, God, that's real. Then... Gabrielle, so so Taylor goes and shares that junior staffers are not going to be able to um, perform. They have to work on show night. Gabriella goes and confronts Sharpay, and Sharpay does. There are two things that Sharpay does here. There are a couple of things Sharpay does, uh, but Gabrielle is effectively like, "You're ruining our summer," which I don't think is a solid argument at all. Gabby, you should have come with a little bit more facts in your back pocket. Can I ask you guys some questions? Yeah, go on. When you were in high school, how did you feel about the summer? That was dope. Love the summer. Love the of summer. Of course, he does love the summer. Yeah. But the way they talk about the summer. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is their love upon the mountain. <laughs> they are like. The treasure that they all own. They're like, this is going to be the best summer of our lives. Like they, <laughs> My like, heart's fire. They're like, summer, summer. Like they Sublime. love summer. <laughs> like they, they keep being like, we can't ruin the summer. <laughs> That's like, you guys get another one of these for starters. Like this yeah, isn't, you're juniors, this by isn't the, way. the last one, but just the way they talk about summer is so funny to me. Yeah. Cause like, I loved summer. I had I a summer job summer. with all my friends. I, this movie gives me nostalgia pro summer. feels. Yeah, I'm pro summer. summer. Um, this movie seriously reminds me of working with all my friends. But like, it's just so funny the way they're like, you're ruining the summer. Yeah. I'm like, okay. This is the scene that I think is, I think it's is the best scene of Gabby's in the trilogy mm-hmm. because you see her actually stand up for herself and have proactivity in this scene. True. Where she says to Sharpay, like you're motivated. You're doing this to get Troy. Like Mm -hmm. you're doing this and you're playing a game that I don't want to play. And so I'm going to call you on the thing. I don't think all of her points are perfectly executed, but I love that. She shows up, stands up for herself, calls Sharpay on her shit and is like, you're doing a thing that I'm not going to participate in. And so I'm fucking out of this shit. Like, and I, I think that this is the most, 
character and like backbone that we see Gabriella Montez portray throughout throughout this series. Yeah, like I, I fully it's agree. definitely the most we get out of her. Sharpe does, uh, you know, the second like twisting of things where she's like, you're getting Troy in trouble. You are uh, potentially ruining Troy's future by getting him in late and taking him in the pool. And it's like, no, Troy fucking did. Troy did do all Troy, of Troy did that. Don't, don't blame Gabby. Yeah, right? pretty, like, I also think is Sharpe giving Troy the opportunities that he would not have normally. The answer is in a very simple world. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Her motives are bad, but she is helping him more than anyone else right now. But I think saying that Gabrielle in the same breath, I was like, yes, Sharpay, column A is true. Mm -hmm. But again, over here in column B, it was very weak when she's like, but you're actively ruining his opportunities. Mm -hmm. I was like, nah, fuck that. No, yeah, that's not wrong. True. That's gaslighting and bad. Well, yeah, she's it's just as manipulative as when she says Detroit, but you promised you'd do it like she is manipulative and gaslighty. Like that's that's who this character is because she's a villain, right? Like she of course she's written that way, but like. That's why the all the opportunity is really shaded. And, and it suggests that Troy can't get that on his own. Like, right. because I don't think, again, Molly, to your point, like he's the star basketball player. He's an excellent. I mean, we learned this way. He's great on the golf team. Like the man's great at everything. He doesn't fucking need you is what like, I, I honestly think is to to suggest that this is positive is to suggest he wouldn't get these opportunities otherwise. And I think he would. It might just take more effort, right? Yeah, it sure. Might more I, I think if she was a better at gaslighting, which whoa, <laughs> she could be, she could get better at it. Hold the what? She could whoa. be, she would be better at gaslighting. If she didn't say you're getting Troy into trouble, she could say you're not supporting Troy. Sure. Like she oh. could remove the, the nitpicky stuff and being like, I'm getting him a scholarship. You should be happy for him. Yeah. That yeah. would be a pro gaslighter. That uh -huh. made my spine tingle. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Whoa! <laughs> Wowzers! Oh, no, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm uncomfortable with my work. I'm gonna go right past that and say, so this is Gabriella's song now because Gabriella should be supportive of him getting a scholarship. I agree. Okay. So she's gonna go her own way. Now I will support you here. Now this is Molly. I'm gonna support you here. And this one thing in terms of Gabriella being supportive. Uh huh. Gabriella, because of lack of communication. Right. The real villain. Gabrielle is now singing a song to Troy. She's going to go her own way. She's got to move on. She's got to be who she is. She just doesn't belong here. And she hopes she understands. So what this is after Troy does try and say. I'm trying to get a scholarship. I'm trying here. to. He's like, he, Troy, I'm trying to work on my future. Troy comes right he's now. like, I remember that conversation we had earlier. I'm just doing that. And Gabrielle's like, no, fuck you for doing that. That's about, how the song comes off. What about some? Fuck you for doing that. But I'm going to go do what I want to do now. And you don't get a say in it, right? She's like, you don't get to do what you want to do without me having a say in it, but I get to do what I want to do without having a say in it. And I was like, that feels bad. Like, I'd never listened to the lyrics that intently before, mm -hmm. but that's how it came. That's how it sounded to me in that moment. Mm -hmm. I get it. It's Gabriella's sad song. She gets one in every fucking movie. This yes. is the best one, though, hands down. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Go My Own Way is the best down. Uh, best, best song. Um, so she sings... We have a little bit of a, a sad moment. She gives him the T she necklace. She gives him back. the necklace back. Mm. Now I want to let well, you know. Well, it actually makes sense for him to wear it. So <laughs> it's his fucking name. Gabriella hops in her mom's minivan and they drive off into the well, it's sundown. They drive off into the blackness of night. It's the next day. Well, it's that night, rather. 
where Troy is at home on his bed. Now I'm going to, I'm going to pause the actual plot of this and I'm going to share with you an observation that I made while Troy is laying in his bed, throwing a plush basketball up and down. Yeah. It's important that you hear the words plush basketball yeah because the sound effects that are playing while he's throwing a plush basketball up and down rubber basketball are that of a real basketball <laughs> there's like pop, pop leather and then he he see him squish i'm like that's not what that would yeah, make that's 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 fuzzy and this is when dad comes back around and dad like troy is stressed because of the things his dad told him earlier in this film and dad has the audacity to say no nah, man you don't leave your friends behind. Yeah, dad hard pivots here. What a fucking about face. While, while holding a bunch of steaks. Yeah, he's holding <laughs> was, a bunch of steaks. I was steaks. so distracted by dad's plate of steaks. And like, it's like, put those, put those somewhere, my put dude. Put them on this the ribs. That's just standing in Troy's bedroom having a sentimental conversation holding big plate of ribeye. And I'm like... My dude, maybe leave the prop in the other room. We don't need you to hold the fucking big Plato ribeye while having you, the emotional moment. Are you going to eat it or? <laughs> Kenny Ortega's direction. We need the sticks. Yeah. Dad it. needs to Dad? hold something. Dad needs to. Da- Give him the stick. Give him the stick. Maybe the actor. The maybe, man was too maybe big with his hands. he was hand. too handsy. And they're like, he you need to hold something. Yeah. And give it, somebody give a prop, fucking plate of sticks. Somebody in props is like, here, hold this. <laughs> but that's our dinner tonight. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, like this is the moment where I need dad to be like, where I needed dad in the beginning to be like, well, where was Chad? Mm-hmm. And now I need dad to go look at the impact you're having on the exactly. people around you. Like exactly. Gabby left because she's hurt that you broke these promises, but he can't do that because he fucking took the other position on the first time. Like yep. this, I, I think this is my biggest fault with it, the writing of this movie is dad and Troy's arc. And the way they go back. And this forth. is where we need dad to go. Look out for number one, but remember, don't treat your friends badly. Yeah. Communicate. They helped you get here. Yeah. You can't shine on the basketball court without your team passing you the ball. You can't sh- like you need to keep perspective right. of the people that have helped you get to where you are. But unfortunately, Troy started with that. And dad was like, no, you're the fucking star. Go get your scholarship. Yeah. He could even say. I know it's going to be a tough conversation and sure they might be jealous, but you owe it to them to have the conversation and dad be the mature adult that says, yeah, man, life is hard and this is going to happen forever. But they're, if they're your real friends, deep down, they're happy for you. Yeah. Just like they pass you the ball for you to succeed on the court. They're going to support you when you, you know what I mean? Like it, but he can't. No, no. He, because he's already undermined. He's like, did you want yours medium rare? He's like, but look at these sticks. (laughs) You want a, you want a filet? Troy goes into work the next day. He's getting cold, Troy. Can we get this? (laughs) Are you good? Can you You move on from this? (laughs) Oh my God, this shit again. (laughs) Oh fuck, we did this last movie, Troy. It's dinner night, Troy. (laughs) God, thought you'd get a job and things would be better. He'd be out of the house. So Troy goes into work the next day. All the, the team, all of East High, literally turning their backs on him. He learns about the staff ban from Kelsey. Would have been helpful for him to fucking know that before. Learns about the staff ban from Kelsey. Crumples it up. And then we have the introduction to the best song in the High School Musical franchise. With bold, bold claim. Oh, in Everybody my opinion. We have some golf course angst. I, I fucking love a rage song on the golf course. He's in all black. Black polo, black jeans, black vans. Yeah. And he is jumping across this golf course with such rage. Another one of my favorite real slash TikToks I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. 
is this put to Let It Go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because the hand movements that Zac Efron does are not unlike the ones Elsa does sure. while crafting the snow into her yeah, ice castle. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. One of my favorites that includes High School Musical is if you sync up Gotta Go My Own Way to the fight between Mike and Will in the last season of Stranger Things. It's uh-huh. in it, it works. So it's unbelievable how good it looks. That's funny. That is funny. So Zach does some sick jumps. I'm sorry. Troy does some sick jumps, arm bursts. My, my as he fav- works through his feelings. My favorite is when he looks at his reflection is no good at all. And then, and then hits it. I'm not going to stop. Not going to stop till I get my shot. Sorry, I had to move oh, that this down song to fucking bangs. I love Bet on it, man. It's my favorite song. Alan, do you have fond memories of making that real on the Disney Wish, you where we were, <laughs> you were you know, frolicking about? I, you know, I do. Singing? I think it is a way to tell the the dead of night, so there weren't wasn't anybody to see me because oh, I would have yeah. died of embarrassment. At no, we, we never want to disturb other uh, people. But I will also share with you: there was a time in my life when I wanted to audition to to like be a singer slash actor, and this was the song that I used for my auditions. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. How'd it go? It went well. I got a call back. Uh, unfortunately, somebody else didn't, so I was not able to pursue that opportunity, but got a call back. Anyway, Troy decides he's not doing the show. And because, and I quote, he's a staff member. He works there. I'm more interested in what my friends think of me, hmm. which is a terrible mindset. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm fine with him not doing the show for many reasons, but I think that's a bad mindset. <laughs> Because she's like, you're not going to get a scholarship. And he's like, as long as my friends are happy. Yeah. I, I think that what I would love to see Troy, what I would love to have seen swapped out here is like, Sharpay, if I'm going to get a scholarship, I'm going to earn it with my team. You know what I mean? Like I, because again, this is not the only way, play, way that he can get a scholarship. I don't want him to involve his team though. I don't, I want him to say if I, I want you to end way. that sentence if I'm going to earn a scholarship, I want to earn it on my own. Then that, that's good. Period. You know what I mean, that's fine too. Um, I think that like the team element of this is like, I'll earn it on the court with my team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I want him to say in that moment, not I care what my friends think, but I, I don't want to be given something that I don't deserve. Yes. Because you manipulated me also into being good. on this stage. You know what also I mean? Like, good. I want to earn it because I'm fucking great. Yeah. And I'm the best five, eight basketball player you've sure. ever seen in your goddamn life. Sure. I I'm good with all that. I just think like it again goes back to, you can't get Chad a scholarship. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Chad doesn't actually need to be, there's two issues here, Troy. There's you were a bad friend. And then there's also the scholarship thing. And like, we don't need to blend the solution together. Right. We are now at the star dazzle awards. Sharpay has learned that she's not going to be doing the duet, but mostly me. Those are her words, not mine. And we've got Tina and her tippy tappy toes on the stage. I wish she wasn't. And doing her tap dancing move. Sharpay has lost everyone. She goes to Ryan for help. Ryan's like, no, fuck you. You kick me to the curb. I'm kicking you back. Did you guys catch the very dark joke? Mm. Somebody, it might not be quite yet, but somebody asks Sharpay how her day is going. And she says something along the lines of, it makes the captain of the Titanic's day look like a party. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And ma'am? I was like, no. Whoa. <laughs> that is a dark joke. That, that is, is dark. That it was a tragedy, Sharpay. Yes. Whoa, is not that, that man died. Yeah. 
Uh, him and a lot of him other and literally over a thousand <laughs> other people. Yeah. Because of something he did. That's right. He is at fault. <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of like Sharpay's at fault for everything crumbling around her. Yeah. So she's having her come apart. Troy and the rest of the Wildcats come together. They reconcile. Troy apologizes to Ryan. And then they all go back to, and Ryan's, and Ryan says to Troy, you know, could you sing with Sharpay? Cause like, I don't want to see my sister crash. I don't know if that's true or not. And I was like, way to go, Ryan. Yes. So Troy goes back and says to effectively goes back to Sharpay and is like, Hey, Sharpay's like, I don't deserve, we, we ever, I don't deserve this, uh, montage all the while a wild fucking sock puppet thing is happening on stage. <laughs> Dude. I love this. I, Miss Mrs. Hoffenpfeffer. Hoffenpfeffer? That's her name. Mrs. Wow. Hoffenpfeffer. Uh-huh. The sock puppet ventriloquist. Who uh, I'm just gonna tell you, I'd take a whole movie. I want <laughs> I want the Mrs. Hoffenpfeffer because she is not trying to vin- be a ventriloquist nope. at all. She's just moving her hand in a sock puppet while she rage screams about Sharpay winning the award. And <laughs> I want to know everything about that woman that got her to where she is standing on that stage. Give me the backstory. I want all of her story. I would take any amount of media about Mrs. Hoffenpfeffer. Oh, I mean, I, yes. Give this me the Hoffenpfeffer. <laughs> the Hoffenpfeffer cut. She's got toad energy. She does. It's so good. Oh, God. Troy is told by Ryan that the song, uh, Sharpay wants the song switched. So Troy has to go learn a new song really quickly. Kelsey comes and le- teaches him the song. We've it's convenient because Troy can very easily learn songs. Oh, we've seen it before. Multiple times. performer multiple times. Yeah. A great ear for music. Now, harmonies, he's got those down without any practice. We find out that Ryan switcherooed the song. Sharpay's not actually going to sing. Troy gets out there on stage and we begin the final, well, the second to last number every day, which is where Gabriella comes and reveals herself once more. Troy and Gabriella reconcile. Then the rest of the staff all become a part of the everyday song as the chorus. They even invite Sharpay up onto the stage. And it is a great moment where everybody gets back together, the rest of the cast, and they sing every day together. Finally, Mr. Fulton comes out and wants to give the Stardazzle Award. Is about to say it goes to Sharpay Evans. And Sharpay steps over and goes, to my brother, Ryan. She's Hansen. done some off-screen therapy. Redemption v- arc. Very, very, very much. good she's done, redemption she's, arc. What arc. I'm sorry, what arc did we see? She she did a lot of off-screen therapy between she her meltdown it. in comparison to a national tragedy and this moment on stage. She's good now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I actually had a thought while watching this. I had not considered before. Right before this award is given, they all line up on stage and they do like a curtain call, mm-hmm. right? And it's to me, they, they don't acknowledge this, but in my head canon, it's almost like they are acknowledging in that moment that this has been a musical. And now it's like at the cat at the end of a musical oh. where everybody stands on stage and they all do the curtain call bow together and they're all friends because they're just a big cast. It doesn't matter what role you played in this, right? Because even when she delivers the line, my brother Ryan, it doesn't even sound like Sharpay. It sounds like Ashley Tisdale. And then you go from this scene to her like holding arms with Zeke, a character that she's outwardly expressed disgust at. No, she loves him because he made her creme brulee or cookies or something at the end. Of one, yeah. 
and they like now everybody's just like dancing and part and it's like everything that's happened since this curtain call is not canon is how it feels to me is like this vibe is totally different from bow to the end of this film and then you get the performance of like all these people that have been competitive and they would never perform like fucking chad's gonna sing in a microphone like it doesn't feel everything that happens after that bow that song is is nonsense but canonically sharpay and zeke do have a thing because she also kisses his yearbook at the beginning Mm. and he likes she isn't wearing lipstick but she does leave she leaves the lip print she just she's she, definitely her lips are a for the record she's definitely wearing lipstick oh, is she yeah oh i'm colorblind she's always wearing lipstick alan yeah. she's got a full Sharpay face of be, makeup Sharpay on wouldn't be she is Sharpay. oh and also an actor in a movie mm-hmm. yeah that too <laughs> so we have our bows ryan gets the star as lord which he promptly breaks as he reaches to hug Sharpay. mm-hmm and then it magically fixes itself as we move into this golf course picnic moment where Troy and Gabriella finally kiss oh, and fireworks finally. fire. Definitely Literal real fireworks. They're definitely very real. not They're CGI. Super real. Practical. Everybody fireworks. dances in the sprinklers. <laughs> That's right. While only two of the lanterns that are all assumedly uh, constructed the same way float away. That's right. And then weirdly, weirdly, Zachary Levi and Mandy Moore come out. <laughs> it becomes in a boat. <laughs> it's very odd. The sprinklers, a lot of water. This is out. what was happening in the background. Yeah. I can see the light. Yes, <laughs> yes. This is a un- little known, little known fact about Disney. It's connected right yeah, here. Yeah. It's oh, like wow. This is the ki- the kingdom, and then of Corona. Uh, <laughs> that is what it's called. Yes. And then we do a cutaway to a pool party. Where we sing the true final number of this, which I is just all look for like one. him. That's Chad shirt. That's what Chad shirt says. Nice. Where we have all for one. The real summer has just begun. Let's rock and roll and just let go to the rhythm of the drums. <gasps> oh, I liked that. Thank you. <laughs> That's the their dance, dance move. move. You guys all know what dance move he just did. And we see Miley Cyrus. A mm-hmm. very fun Miley Cyrus cameo. Now she's I, here. Do you guys remember why Miley Cyrus was in this? Disney Channel had an online contest where you could vote on which Hannah Montana character would be in this movie. So, yes, between your choice of 47-year-old Jackson, Mitchell Musso, or Achy Breaky Heart himself, it was indeed shocking information when the friggin' titular character won out. I have to say something. Okay. Tell me. I thought, growing up, that at some point in my life, I would be at an event where there's dancing, and I thought at some point all the guys would go to one side and all the girls would go to the other side and there would be some kind of choreographed dance off between the two. Mm-hmm. That has never happened. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This is not the only movie that I saw it in. Mm-hmm. It's also in She's All That. I think it's in every teen. It's in every adjacent. teen dance movie. Yeah. And I thought at some point I'm going to I better know the choreography for the girls side. Yep. Yet to happen. Yet to happen. Hmm. With this, the film comes to a close. All for One ends with uh, Troy and Gabriella jumping into the pool. Both of them struggle to stay above water. That's because they they're fully clothed. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> it's tough. Troy's and, in jeans. And we fade to black with them attempting to not drown. And that is the end of High School Musical 2. What a joy. What a joy. Let's, let's talk about our rankings for this movie. I, once again, okay. would like to ask before we do our rankings, 
favorite and least favorite song of this film oh. hard because there's a lot of bangers so, yeah it's all bangers yeah i mean okay so we're encapsulating in this movie so even mm-hmm. if it's the least favorite of this movie it's probably going to be better than most other movies that we see let me just Possibly. say it was nice to hear zach Efron sing mm-hmm. and yeah. not have the very obvious difference i just am realizing that sharpay's groupies are called the sharpettes hmm. <laughs> love that for her okay i'll say my favorite is bet on it that's easy for me and then I think my least favorite is Huma Huma Nuka Nuka Apua'a. Oh, interesting. Good. I think it's a wild song, but I think it's, if I'm looking at like objectively at these, it's probably my least favorite. Yeah, I think it's, it's the comedy song. It's not meant to be like a, a uh, real banger. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, frankly, Sharpay's version of You Are the Music and Me is also like not high up on my list either. Yeah, I agree. Molly, I won't take your top. I'm, I'm going to guess which one your top is going to be. You can take it if you. We no, can have no, the no, same. no. I'll we mix it up. I'll mix it up. I'll mix it up. Um, I will take. I'll take. What time is it? Great song. I think it's a banger. Solid song. Real great intro. And 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 I will shout out the Troy Gabriella Kelsey acoustic. You are the music. And mm. I really, I really do like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what time is it is a classic. Uh, and immediately just put you in high school musical too. It's like iconic. You're in, you're in, you're in right there Uh, on the low side. If not again, just because I think, uh, uh, Huma is sort of like the comedy. I won't, I won't go that way. I'm going to say, I I think every day, even though it's the end song is sort of forgettable. Like I think Mm. the other big bangers are, are stick out to me more. I would rather they finished with you are the music and me than every day, to be honest. Oh yeah. Uh, I am going to choose. I don't dance mm-hmm. as my number yeah. one, which is Solid not song. surprising. Solid song. You know, what's really weird is I'm looking at it on Apple music and sometimes it says the character names and sometimes it says I the actors. That on Spotify as well. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, yeah. So I don't dance one of my favorites in the high school musical franchise. I'm going to agree with every, I don't like every day. I think very forgettable in a, uh, they do a lot of big ensemble songs and Mm -hmm. I think it's the most forgettable. Yeah. Um, I even like work this out a lot more than that song. So I, yeah, every day is, Hmm. is not it for me. Okay. Well with that, what are your rankings for this movie? I'll give it a 9.7. I, I really like this movie. Super fun. I've watched it a ton. I think it's, uh, you know, I, I'll wait until we see three to, to like definitively say this. But as of right now, it's my favorite of the trio. I love watching it. But as I watch it critically, there is that one uh, part of the writing that I think I would love to see swapped. And I think it would make the story and Troy's arc a little bit better. Mm. So, but I mean, banger of a film and, and certainly better than almost every decom we've ever watched. Agreed. Uh, mine's the same. I was going to say 9.7 as well. That's yeah. literally what I had in my head. I think it is. It's just so damn good. And watching it with this critical of an eye, if I didn't, if I didn't do that, then I wouldn't maybe notice some of those nuances that we had discussed. But that still doesn't change the fact that the songs are great. Best selection of songs out of any high school musical. We actually have the introduction of Zac Efron singing, which is nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. The budget was clearly higher oh, on this much, one. Very much yeah. so. Yeah, I just love it. 11. Oh, <laughs> nice. You're breaking the 10-point scale. The I gave one a 10, and I like this one more than one. And I know there's a lot of flaws. 
I don't care at all. Yeah. I love this movie. <laughs> I actively watch these movies. Yeah, not great, for this for sure. podcast. I love the music. I love <clears throat> Sharpay's antics in this one. It's just chef's kiss. I love this movie and I will conveniently forget all the criticisms and all of the everything's because I love it. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. And of the decoms, uh, I think even the ones that we've said like, oh, this was great or I would watch this again. I think that the only decom outside of high school musical that i've actually rewatched is smart house which was like a niner for us and these i've rewatched multiple times so you know it's it, it is in a league of its own and i will say that like i i think uh it's one of the highest rated decoms of, of any of them so well i have a review from you that i pulled michelangelo wishes he could create the masterpiece that this movie was bold <laughs> Wow. Let's get into it. <laughs> I mean, Sistine Chapel's crap. Am I right? <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. High School Musical 2 is the greatest cinematic achievement of all time. <laughs> <laughs> when was this written? Uh, 2019. Well, wow. Bar- well, Barbie hadn't come out yet, wow. so I can get hold it. On, hold on, hold on. We're not done yet. The greatest cinematic achievement. Oh, Max, I think you'll love this bit even more. If Beethoven wasn't deaf nor dead, he would cry in awe of the beauty of its classic hits, such as Bet On It, Go My Own Way, Fabulous, and more, knowing he would never be able to compare. I gotta agree with that. Zac Efron changed the film industry (laughs) performance in this film. Inspiring millions worldwide. Oh, true. Man. Inspiring them to do what? <laughs> to Please. say that High School Musical the rage 2 dance across a golf to course. To believe in yeah. themselves. Yes. Yes. To say that High School Musical 2 is not the greatest achievement of humanity would be heresy <laughs> and would result. <laughs> you good, bro? <laughs> you good? Bro, I gotta read this rest of the review. We're not Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, here we go, here we go. Let's start again. To say spit water everywhere. <laughs> to say that High School Musical is not the greatest achievement of humanity would be heresy and would result in the Pope breaking down your door and presenting you with a 56-hour PowerPoint presentation on the epic highs and lows of High School Musical 2. Sharpay and Ryan Evans are perhaps the most culturally important characters to ever be portrayed, possessing such a high level of icon behavior that if aliens were to land in my backyard and ask me to take them to my leaders, I'd simply show them High School Musical 2. (laughs) Whoa. In conclusion, no words can ever sum up the sheer genius of this film, but if you haven't already seen it, like a fool, then watching it should be next up on your agenda. Username, oh, man. Kenny Ortega. <laughs> oh, man, that is something. I really liked that review. That was my favorite review. 10 out of 10. Ever. I bet. <clears throat> I mean, I'd hope it's 10 out of 10. Imagine they're like two. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> wow. Wow, 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 That was a good one, guys. What we got next up, we got Twitches 2. Twitches 2. Ooh. We're returning back to the Twitches universe. This has been a this has been a year of sequels, except for Jump In. 
Because Twitch is two rounds out 2007. I was going to say we finished the year on that one. So huh? we're going to have to have our highs and lows. Well, like, I can't what the imagine high what the highs going to be. Like, it's a mystery. Normally we remove, like, we removed highs, but there's only fucking, what, four, four. movies. Yeah. So we, we almost have, like, to have, have, have to have it in. Oh, well, that's, gosh, so much fun. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Please be sure to rate and review the podcast wherever it is you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials. And if you'd like to join in the conversation with the Man Fam about this or any of our other episodes, please join us on Discord. We'd love to have you there. But until next time, friends, this has been High School Musical 2. Next week, we're coming at you at Twitches 2. But until then, everybody, we got to go our own way. Bye-bye now. I we don't dance. Go our own way. What about us? What about everything we've been through?